guys, welcome back to Cozy Talks. I'm Michaela. And I'm Jordan, and this week we're going to be doing a Cozy Reads episode of The Book It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover. I'm excited for this book because yeah. this is like one of the first books that like I read. Yeah, and, like, and it had a journey. big impact on you. You love this book. I loved this book so yeah. much, and I still love it. I don't remember, like, so this was before, I read this before we were even thought about doing Cozy Reads episodes. Yeah. So I never took any notes. This was also before I tabbed or highlighted anything. And it's, so yeah. So I have literally no notes. I'm just coming out from pure memory. Yeah. Which so. I, I remember the plot. I remember, like, some details. But, but it'll like, be, like, the little things, I Yeah, think. the little yeah. things that I don't know. And we even may miss some because... We'll see what happens. <laughs> so we were, um, it was only, like, ten minutes ago. Jordan was, like, fixing up the outline and all of a sudden... There's no more outline. So I was fixing up the outline. Our food came. So I just closed my laptop, put it on the floor. We ate and everything. And then when I went to go pick it up to finish it, I opened my laptop cover and I started scrolling and I realized like everything, all my notes were gone. Yeah. Like everything about the book. I only have up to chapter eight and that's like maybe 50 pages in it. Yeah, that's not that much. So I'm just gonna, I tabbed all the important notes, thankfully, while I was reading it and that's how I originally created all my outlines. So we're gonna wing it by just going and I'm just gonna flip through the pages. Yeah, we'll just have to wing it. And we're just gonna do the best we can. So... (laughs) We're not doing this again. And then, of course, Michaela, like you said, had it's been so long since you. Did yeah, it. So like if I'm like, asking a question. You're like, I don't know. Like I have nothing. <laughs> uh, so we'll just see how this this one goes. But let's do guns and bads first. Uh, a good of mine is that I got another tattoo. Yep, it's not even been a month <laughs> since the last one. <laughs> I know you have like how many ta- four on that arm? Well, I guess today is now. But yeah, I have four on this arm. That's Isn't crazy. That so weird. Like it's literally four tattoos right there. It's so weird. And what's funny is the next one I want to get, like, I was thinking um, in May, um, and I don't really know why I would need to get a tattoo before May, but um, I want to get my um, Harry Styles Keep Driving tattoo. Mm, yeah. And I want that one right here. On that side? Yeah. Oh, my God. You have five tattoos I know, just on that's one like arm. Just because, because I want fine line written here. No, I know you already so have So I don't want this and this. Like, taken up. Yeah. I don't want, like, both of these so close together. Yeah. So I'm like, that's why they was going to go on this arm. Yeah. So I'm Which like, makes sense. It's just it. kind of funny that like it's going to go on this arm. Yeah. Like my next, and it's like, I don't really want that. So I'm like, oh, should I change this? But I can't really put, I mean, I guess I could put fine line right here, but I don't want it right there. I want it right here. Yeah. So I want to spread them out. I don't want them so close together. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. So I'm like, so. Yeah. And then you start running out of room and you're going to have no choice but to put them like on top of each other. Exactly. <laughs> no, if but, you keep it this rate, you're exactly. going to be 30 that's only five years away, but... Oh my god, what the fuck? I was gonna say, you're like, you're gonna be 30, and your arms are gonna be covered, and then but I was like, that's five, only five minutes. years away. That's five, five that's minutes. That's four and a half years away. Well, not Just even, it's gonna be... You've been under four and a half years. Yeah, it's like, when it's in May, almost four years away. So four years, you're, we're gonna be 30. Yeah. This summer. Yeah. I don't want to think about this any longer. Let's continue. Um, but anyway, um, I got the words hopeless romantic on my arm. It's so cute. It's really cute. I like the design. Like, well, it's not really design. I like the font. Yeah, I love Uh, the font. I like how, like, small it is. Like, it's perfect with size. Yeah. It's cute. It it just looks so fucking bad. Really? When I wear a shirt. It just constantly just rubs right there. It's so bad. But as of, I don't know, right now, it's like. 
kind of relieving my itch. I don't really know why. Um, I'm itching so bad lately. Um, but it's so cute. Like, I really like it. Um, the story is that my shop is did a Valentine, Valentine's Day sale for like a week. And this was one of and I, I love Valentine's Day. I love heart things. I love love things. So this was like literally an event made for me. So I think now I'll just like get tattoos on Valentine's, like near Valentine's, because they're all like heart designs. That's all I want is a cute little heart design. That's yeah. all I need in life. I know, right? So like, adorable. I'm like, good, and I'll just get tattoos every Valentine's Day. I mean, it's not really justified, but like. Well, no, because usually like I've been going like Halloween. No, 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 yeah. This, no, I'm just saying like it makes like, sense because you Valentine's love your Day heart thing. I that that my Valentine's Day once a year will be my impulse one. Yeah. You know? Instead of, like, I don't five believe times you because I'm thinking I don't believe me either. Okay, good. As long as... <laughs> I'm just letting you straight up that you're I'm lying I'm saying to it, right but now. I don't believe it. Okay, because I'm like, next thing you know, Halloween's going to come around. I think, like, Valentine's and Halloween will be your spontaneous well, tattoos. the thing is that they do is all those tattoos that they had for the Friday the 13th were the ones that they did for Halloween. Oh, really? So I think they just recycled through those. And, and a lot of the some of the well, they didn't have like the this ghosts was on and the stuff, though. Well, no, but like uh, some well, most yeah, of them. Yeah, but most but of them. But this one, this one has been on the Friday the Thirteenth one, and yeah, yeah, I saw it on the it Friday the Thirteenth. Also on the Valentine's Day one. Yeah. So I think they just like recycled their designs. I mean, I mean, how? I mean, yeah, you can have like a bunch of like basic ones, but like they're all ones basic. that you're actually gonna really like. Yeah, like, they're all basic. Like they kind of just. It's kind of hard to, like, come up with new designs like that, I guess. Maybe I could be wrong. Um, but I feel like once, like, Halloween comes around, like, I may not want it. You know? Because it's, like... Yeah. And, like, Friday the 13th, those are probably... And the last Friday the 13th, those were the exact same ones. So I'm, like, I don't really need another tattoo on Friday the 13th because it was, like, the only one. I Unless mean, there was, like, a the... ton on there you like. Yeah. And you're just, like, trying to get them all. So, like, I could be totally wrong that they come up with a new one next time. And I'm, like, ah, I gotta have it. Yeah. But I feel like... Normally, I just, like, one or two, and I already got one. Yeah. So, I'm like, I feel like I don't need it, but who knows. Um, anyway, a bad of mine is, um, I don't have a bad one. <laughs> I was trying to come up with something, and I can't come up with anything. Oh, nothing, like, nothing really stuck out. I guess, I don't know, maybe I had a really bad, like, week last week. I was on my period, and everything was just bothering me. Yeah. So very just, like, easily agitated, and, Yeah, I was just very um, easily agitated. Yeah. Very. 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 <laughs> We're just going to repeat very. <laughs> it was very bad. Without actually talking about yeah, it. <laughs> but I guess that'd be it. But that's all I have. It was an okay week for me. Hmm. Um, good of mine. Went down to my family. It's just kind of spontaneously. Uh, very spontaneously. Yeah. And I knew like, I made up my mind like literally like 10 o'clock the night before type thing. Yeah. Very spontaneous. Um, and, uh, we just, like, all hung out and stuff, and I got to see my nephew, and everything was just, like, kind of fun and stuff. Um. Oh, so we thought you had, like, a nephew. You think? I, they'll like, just be a baby sitting on the counter. You've never, referred to him as your nephew. There's just a baby on you the counter, and I forget name. that it's a baby. Like, he's real. Like, it's yeah. a thing. Like, I forget. Like, it's just weird that you're an aunt. Like, I don't, I can't process it. Like, oh, you're physically an aunt. I forgot to tell you this. Wow. So, there was a Christmas present that my brother and sister-in-law wanted to give me and my sister, but, it, like, it was from Etsy, and it came in really, really late. I remember that. They, they said that. Yeah, and I never knew what it was. Yeah, you never... But, yeah, and so I was like, okay. 
I completely forgot about it. Well, yeah. I went down there, and they're like, they finally came in. And I'm like, okay. So my sister, like, Megan, open yours first. So my sister opens it, and it's a little cute cup with, like, a cartoon, like, dinosaur on it. I'll show it to you. Like, a cartoon dinosaur, and it says, like, my favorite, uh, like, best aunt or something like that. And then it has her name and all this stuff on oh, it. Cute. I'm like, oh, that's so cute. And they're like, and then they all just start, like, laughing. And they're like, okay, your turn. I'm like, okay, but they're all laughing. Like, they're la- laughing at me. Megan's like, what? I don't know. I don't know either. Like, I truly don't know. My mom and dad are just like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. Like, this is so funny. But at the same like, time, like, what the hell? I know. And I'm like, I was scared to open it. I'm like, is this thing going to, like, blow yeah. up my face? Like, what's going on? Does it say you suck? Like, I don't know. Yeah. And so, or it's going to be, like, broken or something. So I open the box and, and everything, and I pull it out. And the first thing I see is it's just a different color. And I was like, okay, cool. And I see I have a little dinosaur, too, in a different color. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm thinking I got the same thing, so I didn't really, like, look at it. And I was just looking for my name, and I see my name. And they're like, and I was like, oh, thank you, guys. And they were like, do you, do you not see it? Did you not, like, read your cup? And I'm like, no, it's the... Just different colors, the same thing as Megan's. And they're like, no, read the cup. Read the cup. And I go and I read the cup. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and they were like, yeah, so the chick messed up the order. And so now you're Uncle Jordan. <laughs> that's and so I, They're like, so funny. you're now Uncle Jordan. Oh my God, that's so But funny. just so you know, you're the best uncle we have. And I just go... Well, I don't, I hope you don't expect me shaving my head or anything. <laughs> that is so funny. And then so I go over funny. to Daxton, the baby, and I'm like, oh, Uncle Jordan's here! <laughs> that is And then it just became so a thing, funny. and so, and, um, I was, like, holding them right while they were getting, like, the car packed up to leave yeah. and everything like that, and I went to go, and he, this baby doesn't cry, ever. Oh, that's weird that you it's like, the strangest thing. baby. It was so fucking weird. Like, I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> Like, there's times where they'll just give them to me, and I'm just, like, holding them out, and then I forget that I'm, like, okay, I gotta cradle them, like, yeah. hold his head, but I'll just hold on, and we just stare at each other for a while, and I'm just, like, you're, like, so living weird. thing. I'm, like, you're, like, a, my brother made you! <laughs> I was, like, what? And, um, but, yeah, and so when I left, or, um, I went to go hand him off to Taylor, and he starts crying, and she's like, oh, do you like Uncle uh, Uncle Jordan? Funny, you just don't want it to go away. Oh, it's a whole thing now. And now he's going to be so confused when he grows up that you're oh. not actually his uncle. <laughs> yeah, but it's going to be a great story. Yeah. They're going to be like, what, my, my uncle's a girl. And yeah. going to be like, what? Yeah. Did you ever hear uh, Mike? So, uh, Mike was only, like, very little, like, when my parents got together because they got together so early. Um, so they were, they've been together since they were, like, 14. Okay. Yeah. They've been there forever. And Mike was probably like, like I, I mean, I think actually, Mike wasn't even born yet when they were together. I don't, I don't think Mike was born yet. Yeah. I could totally be wrong though. But it was but like yeah. when he was. But like, like he was a baby when they got yeah, together. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And for the longest time, he believed that my dad was his brother, like his actual brother. I remember and this. So he's like, yeah, like, my brother and sister are together, and everyone's like, I remember this because like, we were all laughing about it because we had had yeah. some drinks, and I think we were standing outside or something, and he was just like, well, I thought, <laughs> yeah. and I, it's not my fault, yeah. 
And then, and everyone's like, yeah, and you literally were telling, like, everyone that your brother and sister, like, make out and kiss and, like, they're getting married and, like, Everyone's, babies. like, so confused. And then he finally realizes, oh, that's my brother-in-law. Yeah. The law does do. not mean blood. <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, that's that's going to be, like, but, a whole other thing. And it's funny, because once you find have. out the truth, you're like, oh, that's cute. Like, you're like, okay, yeah. I get it. Like, that's cute. He messed it yeah. up. Like, whatever. Like, he sees him as family. But before you, like, realize it, you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Um, should we get, like, yeah. social security, social services in here yeah. somewhere, please? So that's going to be your thing. <laughs> oh, it's going to be, He's I'm going to be, be like, like, they're going to be like, who's here to pick you up from school? Oh, my uncle. Okay, I walk in. No, they said his uncle. I was like, I am the uncle. <laughs> they're going to be like, And then they'll just be like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, um, he's, they're like, you're Uncle Jordan. And I'm like, I'm Uncle Jordan. <laughs> and what's funny, it's also because Jordan could be a guy's name, too. And that's what's that's funny. Worse. And so, um, Taylor's like, I bet you they just were working so fast so they just messed it up and just didn't think anything of it. Yeah. They didn't think they messed it up because Jordan could have been a male's name. Yeah. And I was like, especially the way I spell it is the way the males spell their names too. True, yeah, because so Jordan it, can give it a Y. It's like Y and I've seen sometimes with an I as well. It's rare, but I've seen an yeah, I before. An I. Um, but yeah, and so it's just funny because... I'm Uncle Jordan. Speaking of As Etsy, long as I don't expect me to shave my head and change my voice. Speaking of Etsy, good. I still never got my refund back. That is ridiculous. Have like you ever been, up. have you ever, has like that chick responded to you though? She responded and she said she was going to get a refund. So I waited a long time and I forgot. Yeah. And then I contacted, um, it was like the beginning of February. Oh, oh I guess I did. And it was recent. I got my money back. I just refunded. Oh, okay. Well, that's to, good. I contacted Etsy per, like, actual, not the shop. Okay. Because when you first, because you, like, first do a claim, it goes through the shop, and then if you have to make another claim, it goes through Etsy. Gotcha. So the second time I went through Etsy, and then they were, like, finally, like, yeah, here's your money back. Yeah, okay. But, like, we decided to take over this case, and here's our money. Okay. And I looked at reviews of that shop, and everyone's like, yeah, I never got my money back, yeah. I never got my order. Like, there's, like, Either she just forgets, like, reviews. that's, like, a thing on, like, that she owns a shop and there's just doesn't do it. There's nothing but bad reviews on that shop now. Yeah. But before, it was fine. Scam. I think, I think what happened is she got, like, really big. Mm-hmm. And she didn't, she couldn't handle it. Yeah. And then it. Things got mixed up. Things and got crazy, but it's just like got lost. you can close your shop down. I've seen. Well, that's what I'm saying. That will limit how many up. people can buy each item. Yeah. Because it's know? like, because well, what sucks is that she literally told me multiple times that my order was there. Because so I had the first time, oh, your order's like on the way. And then I contacted that one other time, your That's order's true. on the way. Yeah. And then finally I was like, give me money back. Like you literally yeah, I was like, you obviously never time. sent it or something yeah. happened and you're not doing anything about like, it. Like I was because like the one time, okay, it's during the holidays, whatever, like maybe it got mixed up. Like I, that happens. But, like, the second time after the holidays and it still messes up, it's like, okay, there's no way. And then when I find, like, the reviews, there's, like, tons of other people that that this happened to. I'm like, obviously, she's doing something. Like, if it's just me, okay. But it's not just me. All right, anyway, I'll stop my ranting. <laughs> um, so let's but that's frustrating, like, though. It is frustrating. But at least I got my money back. I just, I forgot to check. Um... Alright, so let's do uh, current reads and then we'll start with and ends with us. So I'm currently reading, I'm still trying to finish The Golden Couple. Um, I think that was my book last week or I was about to like start it. I don't quite remember. 
Um, but um, halfway through Radiant Sin from Katie Robert, the new one came out. So I stopped reading um, The Golden Couple so I can read Radiant Sin because I just really wanted to read it because I like, just yeah. got it. So uh, I'm reading both of them. I'm bo- both of them and both halfway. Yeah. So I'm hoping by next week I can finish both of them, which I think is doable. Oh, yeah, because it's not like they're huge books or anything, yeah, and you're enjoying see, both of them, Yeah, we'll so. just have to see how much I can get through this week, so I have a little bit more homework to do, because I want to finish my homework by um, Thursday, so I don't have any homework for this weekend. Yeah. Um, And then it just depends how much Are I you, can read You're this leaving weekend. Friday, right? Friday after work, yeah. So I'll just, uh like, leave you my key, and then I'll just let you know if you need to go over there. Yeah. Don't, like, you don't have to, like... Actively... Active, but I'll just I let still don't you mind know. doing it, but yeah, yeah that's fine. I'll just like, because I kind of want to just test her and see if she does. Which is fine, um, and then if you see something yeah, or whatever, just totally, let me know, I'll head over. She'll totally be fine. Oh, yeah, like, she'll be fine. It'll just be like, she'll this just, just be attention deprived. Yeah, this will be the but, first time that we're leaving her without anyone going over. Yeah. So I'll just give you my key just in case. Yeah, that's good. You. And then I'll just text you and be like, hey. Um, Shit's hitting the fan. Like, she, literally, your cat is on the fan. Yeah, like, like, she kind of broke, like, five things. Do you mind? The fridge is knocked bed? over. The pipe's broken. The couch is sideways. <laughs> yeah, so I was going to keep this for emergencies. I'd just be like, yeah, that sounds like Gracie. I'm on my way. <laughs> literally the way I Should I just cuddle her again? Again? This is progress. This is way more forceful. This is progress, uh, though. But she tolerated it. That's what I'm saying. She's yeah. not like tooth and nail trying to fight you yeah, to get it was out. A little worse. Than Maybe after a while, but once yeah. she realizes what I'm doing, once she, she realizes like, like you ain't letting go. Mm, yeah, she's like, okay, bye. She's like, oh, okay, this no, we're done. <laughs> I told you 30 seconds. You've exceeded the limit. <laughs> Okay, and then I am reading um, Consider Me by Becca Max. It is a hockey romance. It is amazing. Did I love it. Last week? No, um, last week I had just finished Icebreaker, Icebreaker and I yeah. hadn't decided what I was going to read okay, yet. I remember now. Um, but yeah, it's it's Consider Me. Um, it's the first book. I think there's going to be three books. The third one hasn't been announced yet, but it's called Unravel Me. Um, yeah, I love it so that. much. What? I wonder if there'll be more or just three. I don't know. I mean, there's more characters, you know, of who I think, like, that could of be involved, could be but the thing is, is there's technically four hockey players, and one of them is already, even at the start of this book, one of them's already together with mm. a girl, and then the other one is what the first book's about. But they could still do that and just have, like, a... Oh, yeah. Like, a, they break up, and then they, like, or, try Yeah, to there's, try like, to all that stuff going other. on. Yeah. Um... Their second book is about the other, the third guy and his, the main guy's sister in the first book, and then the fourth book's with the fourth guy with a whole different third girl book. that I haven't been introduced to yet, or the third book, yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, I love it. I'm obsessed with this, this book. I know. Um, I can't wait to read it. I'm really so excited. good. Yeah. You really sold me yesterday. You told you said golden retriever, and I said immediately. And then I showed you like three quotes, and then you're like bought it. And, and I was like, all, oh, you don't even need to, like, you didn't need to, no, I think you bought it before retriever. I even showed yeah. you some quotes. you just said he's a golden retriever, and I said, okay, I'm gonna buy it. And then it. I told you, I was like, he's in my MVP list, and you're like, done. <laughs> I said, okay, I'm buying, buying. Yeah. I <laughs> so, love it. I, I love might read, I might read that next, but we'll just see. And it's funny, because, like, since he has a sister, there was a scene last night that just made me fall even more in love with him, 
Because he's not, like, aggressive at heart. But, like, at the same time, he's very protective. Yeah. Um, but there's never a lot... There's never many situations for him to show it too much, okay. you know? And stuff. And um, there was just a scene with, like, his sister and this guy touching his sister. And he just, like, went rampage. Oh, and God. I was just like... That's my yeah, man. yeah. I was like, there he is. <laughs> Are you going to read Radiant Sun after? Play with me or... <sighs> yeah, I... I want to read it very soon, so yeah. it would be that I'm thinking. Yeah, is what I'm. That's my plan. I like it. So. It's not. I wouldn't say it's my favorite. It's well, good. It's just Electric not Idol really, was a high standard. I know. It's it just. It's high. just not really like grasping. It wasn't me. as yeah. But it's, it's still just, really good. Like I really like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Good or I guess better, worse, or the same as Wicked Beauty. I want to say better just because I didn't like the war and like the battle aspect of Wicked Beauty. Yeah. Um, and this one, it definitely, I mean, you know how the Wicked Beauty ends where it's like the city's like falling apart. Mm-hmm. So it definitely has a more like political standpoint than like Electric Out of Neon Gods have. Yeah. Because it talks, it's picking up that so that the, this one is Apollo and he's like Zeus's, I don't want to say Zeus's right hand man, but like he kind of is. Yeah. So he's trying to like figure out. He's how like trying to resolve it and figure everything out. You know, like those bad guys that yeah. were in the, and then it's like that. So it's like it does deal with more politics. And that's than who I think that two. one chick in Cruel Seduction is messing with because it said that it's against like their yeah. enemies yeah. and she's forced to marry her enemy is what he said. Yeah. Or the city's enemy and so. Pandora is one of the bad guys' like daughter or like extra not daughter it's like an extra chick. Okay. Just someone within that group. Yeah, I'm actually, like, very confused because, like, he has, like, it keeps saying, like, foster kids and then real kids. So I'm like, none of the other, but then I'm like, it doesn't really, like, confirm it. Interesting. So like, Maybe later on then. And then then but... it's just, like, the foster kid. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what do you mean, like, the foster kid has a, like... Like a foster, or like, what do you mean by foster? Yeah, that's true. Because like, foster could be like a name. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Yeah, you have to, when you read it, you have to like. Because I wasn't like really paying attention because I didn't think they'd be a big character. Yeah. I thought it was just like, oh, just a side plot, but it actually is kind of a big moment. Uh, but anyway, I, I like it. That's good. Yeah, I'll definitely read it either after Consider Me, before Play With Me, or after Play With Me. So we'll see. It just depends on what I'm feeling. I think now that they finally have sex, it's going to ramp up and get better. Probably. Also, I've noticed whenever I start books on the weekend, because I don't read as much on the weekend, because that's when I'm really busy. Yeah. That I'm never really, like, into it as much, because the- You're only reading, like, 10 pages at a time type thing. Yeah. But when you get, like, you bust through 50 pages on the first Mm -hmm. go, I can see that. I can see that. If it's, like, a good book. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to get started. Again, bear with me, specifically. Yeah. I'm going to do the best I can, and I'm going to try not to Kay. get anxiety. So there's Lily. Where we start? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you just, I was waiting for more, and then you just stopped, and I was like, oh, are you not naming the characters? I was like, characters? I'm telling you where to start. <laughs> okay, I thought you were going to name the characters, and I'm like, interesting, we haven't done that before, but okay. And then you just look at me like, 
Well, I'm you, trying I gave, to give. Yeah, you're like some I gave input. you an opening. <laughs> trying to give some input because I have nothing. Yeah, because it's weird. You don't even have like your phone out. Like I don't have any notes. I didn't bring the book because I told, never took. I was going to bring the book that way I could just flip through it, but then I forgot about it. See, I'm, okay. And then I didn't take notes, so it's like, even if I were going to flip through, what would I do? I don't have anything to, like, look back on. Yeah. So I didn't mark anything in this book. It's just Nomad's book. Alrighty. Okay. Let's do this. Let's wing it. <laughs> and I was going to start, I was going to read the notes of what I already had up to. Oh, yeah, that's great. But idea. then I feel like, then I'm just going to, like, be a strong start and then I'm gonna just kinda like okay. get off. Yeah, so yeah. I'm just gonna go straight from the book and we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna do this the best we can. Maybe Wish you'll like maybe you'll like this way a lot better. If it is, I hope so. It's so much easier. I know I always hate when you do the outlines just because so it's I know easier. it takes you so much long. Yeah. I know it takes you like hours. Yeah, with the bigger books, it definitely yeah, does. That's why just like, especially the fantasy, because there's so many things about it. I always feel but, so bad. Um, I I even had a good array of notes on this because I had the opportunity, since it's being the smaller book, to put in the smaller details. Yeah. You know, the big books, you like Zodiac Academy, you kind of gotta miss a lot of the small details. Yeah. Like you gotta miss it when they have a party and what they're yeah. wearing and the little fights yeah. that they have. You know, you gotta focus on the big stuff. Um, that was the only difference, but. We'll see. If it, I hope it works out. I doubt it, though. I think let's be optimistic. Sorry. New Year's ago. Sorry. Optimistic. Op- you I'm know, I was optimistic be, until I had walnuts in my brownies. <laughs> and then after seeing everyone's reaction, you just I just went right back down to the rabbit hole to being a pessimistic and just being <laughs> negative and... <laughs> hating myself and my oh adopted my family and because <laughs> yeah. so I did I was like I don't want to be in this family anymore <laughs> I made the decision to come in and now I'm leaving that was so funny that was hilarious okay oh all right main girl is Lily Bloom um, such a cute name too I love the name really really cute so it starts off with her um being on like this rooftop in Boston and she's just it's at night and she's kind of just looking at the city lights and the stars and stuff um she had just gone to her father's funeral and her mother had asked her to speak at the funeral and she didn't she didn't have a good relationship with her father and so she didn't have anything nice to say which kind of upset her mom at the time um and stuff like that so she's just kind of up there to collect herself and yeah. collect her thoughts and everything because it was hard she didn't even want to go to the funeral type no. of thing but she did it for her mother um well while she's up there a guy comes up and um he's kind of ha- like he's obviously in a bad mood and he kind of starts just beating the crap out of this like plastic chair oh, like yeah, folding chair well. and everything and then all of a sudden he sees her while and she's just chilling on like the ledge of the roof like she's sitting on the edge but he doesn't realize that she's just chilling. He yeah. thinks she's, like, going to commit suicide. Yeah. So he just sees her and just goes, can you please get away from the ledge? Like, really calmly. And she's like, um, <laughs> sorry. And then, like, um, she steps off and stuff. And he's like, okay, can you, like, back away, please? Like, can you come closer to me or whatever? And she's like, I'm not going to jump. And he goes, well, the guy last month did. So, because she's like, last month we had a guy jump off the roof. So, and she's like, oh, my bad. 
And he's like, yeah, you're just making me nervous. And she's like, oh, okay, my bad. I'll step off. Um, and they kind of just decide to kind of sit on the chairs and stuff, and they're talking. And he start he asks her this thing called a naked truth. Um, he's like, can we, like, give each other a naked truth? And she's like, sure, what is that? And he's like, it's just where you give an honest truth about how you're, like, feeling in the moment um, type of thing. And everything and uh, she's like okay and he's like okay I need you to go first and so he tells he's like she just goes out of nowhere like my father was abusive to my mother he never hurt me but he did a lot of bad things to my mother physically and mentally mm -hmm. and he just died and I had to go to his funeral and everything and he's like oh gosh that's horrible and she's like okay what about you and he's like um well, I'm a doctor, and I just dealt with this case um, where these two little kids came in, and they were playing, and they had found their parents' gun, and the one kid shot his brother. Oh my god, I totally forgot about this. Yeah. That, yeah. I totally forgot about this. Okay, I like your reactions. Thank you. <laughs> I like it. Oh my god, I remember this. I just totally forgot about that. Yeah, that... Yeah, at first I was just like, damn, that sucks, and then I realized later on it's yeah. kind of important. Um, and everything, and she's like, okay, you had a worse day than I did, you yeah. know, um, and stuff, and so they kind of continue going back and forth, telling each other the naked truths a little bit, and she goes, well, I was supposed to, you know, say five good things about my dad, and I couldn't, I just stayed silent, because there was nothing good to say about him. <laughs> I have never seen him go so hard on a phone before. So fucking hard. She does ham when she like, wants to. That was like like usually she'll stand on top of the instincts. toy and then just like toss out the stuffing. Um, but no, that my was... dog is currently de-stuffing an a stuffed animal right now for the one of her toys, and she just started going ham, shaking it, and stuffing is like flying out. Crazy. Yeah, she's got killer instincts. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. She just, we're going to get all that stuff, you know? Yeah. And then I, usually what the routine is, is um, I let her get it all out, and then I restuff the animal, and I kind of, like, put it back in the basket, and then, like, three days later, she finds it again and de-stuffs it all, but she loves de-stuffing it, so I'm not going to continue buying stuffed animals. I'm just going to yeah. restuff the one she destroyed. Yeah, makes sense. If it's within... <laughs> now we're like, uh, just kidding, she's actually going like, to break the like, toy. I was like, it's, still in good condition... I say that, and she just, like, just ripped something really bad. I don't know what she ripped. She probably took she... off a leg. I don't know. Probably. She does that. She'll just pick it apart. I'm like, you are a cruel dog. <laughs> Anyways. Like, you fucking see that? You I don't fucking go. Fucking The way you look at me when I'm sleeping. I'm gonna fucking imagine. I know what we always imagine. Because Bella would do that. And she'd, like, and then she'd, oh. like. Yeah, yank it all out. And then she'd lick it. <laughs> She's like, and we're always just like, we're like, yeah, you dirty girl. <laughs> what the fuck? My dad would make it so sexual. But it's not. It's There's so nothing about it that's sexual. But because she would like lick it afterwards. Okay, that's weird, but that ain't yeah. sexual. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, the so, legs are all ripped apart. So 
cute little sheep stuffed animal and it was holding a bumblebee between its paws or hose I don't know whatever a sheep has and um the bee is no longer on the sheep. paws yeah she just like grabbed it and <laughs> just ripped it off <laughs> I have never seen a ghost like I can't move on from this like I want to move on to me to the podcast but I can't this is like intense okay now look at it she <laughs> comes <laughs> squeakers in each paw. She's already taken out the giant squeaker from the body. That's so funny. <laughs> Look, Mom! I killed it! <laughs> Look what I did! Oh, um, God. It's like okay. a cat. I killed a bird for you, Mom! <laughs> okay. Oh, she's she's get, still going. She's trying to get the okay. eyelashes. The thing has eyelashes? Or the eyes, whatever those are. I can't. <laughs> eyelashes or eyes? I think they're just the eyes. Just the eyes. Because there's nothing else. It's just a slit. Yeah, she's trying to get that out. Sean the sheep! <laughs> Not Sean the sheep! I actually think that's a lamb, if I'm being 100% honest. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, like, I'm actually being honest. I think it's a lamb. <laughs> but don't quote me. I'm like 80% sure. Well. Maybe Either way, if it is a lamb, it ain't no more. <laughs> it ain't no more. It is like lamb chops. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. okay um, back to the book. Back to the book. <laughs> Do you get five pages in? <laughs> I'm twenty pages in. Okay. Are you really? There's only twenty pages with her. Yeah, that's twenty. Oh damn, that looks like five. I know it does, but yeah, it's twenty. Yeah. Twenty twenty one. <laughs> um. Alright, so yeah, they're doing their naked truce and everything like that, and then out of nowhere he just goes, and I quote, I want to fuck you. End quote. (laughs) (laughs) No, he just looks over and goes, I want to fuck you. And she just goes, He's like, what? Naked truth. (laughs) Kind of thing. Naked truth, yeah. And she's like, Well, you know, I don't know, kind of thing. And he goes, That's fine. Uh, and everything, because she's like, I don't, I don't, I, like, don't do, like, one-night stands kind of thing. And, um, then they just talk a little bit more about themselves and everything. And he's like, okay, your turn to give another naked truth. And she goes, um, I slept with a homeless man. And he's like, what? And (laughs) she's so pretty much the story is when she was a kid in high school, there was a house that backed up to her backyard behind her, um, and it was, like, going through foreclosure or whatever. And so it was technically, like, abandoned even um, and stuff. It, had, it was, like, a fairly built house. It was yeah. just unfurnished and everything. And she like found... electricity or Yeah, or nothing. Um, and there was a guy living in it. And she ended up having, like, a relationship with them. And she slept with him. And then her parents found out. And now... She, and her dad was the mayor. And so it kind of created this whole thing about like he like the guy she slept with used her 
and like was using her for sex and that how she just became such a low person that she had sex with a homeless man and just became like this whole scandal and her dad got all upset with her and everything and whatnot but um we learn more about it later and everything but yeah they're just going back and forth um pretty much and then like he asked her, like, how far would you go with me if you're not willing to have a one-night stand? And she's kind of just thinking to herself, like, okay, I'll kiss you. Um, and they're about to kiss and stuff, but then he gets a phone call and he gets called back into work. And then she pretty much doesn't see him again. Um, well, it's like six months later, I think. Oh. I was looking for the date. but yeah, you know. I think it's like a couple of days later. <laughs> six months later. <laughs> I could have sworn it was like a while later. I mean, I could be wrong. I'm probably wrong. I don't. I'm not trusting you with anything I you say right now. Me. I want to trust me either. Yeah, it was a while later. That's all. I, mean. I don't know. I can't remember because I don't have my notes. Mm. And uh, so one of the things that Lily used to do Are you was past she. Chapter eight by now. No, I just don't. I'm not looking at my notes. Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> Talk back to me. I am in change with you now. <laughs> you. Oh yeah, I don't remember that. I heard about that. Oh yeah, that did happen, huh? It's literally all I'm gonna contribute to this part. I know, and it's just funny. It's like you're reading the whole book all over again. Um, so Lily, when she was younger, but um, and stuff, she would like keep a diary, a journal, and but she would like instead of. This was the weirdest part to me. Why? It's just like to Ellen. <laughs> it's just uh, she didn't Ellen. Keep, she didn't want to keep an actual diary. Yeah, she felt it was weird, and she felt it was easier as if she was like talking to someone. Yeah. So she pretended she was gonna write these like letters to Ellen, but she was never gonna. Like, yeah, because like send she would them. watch like the Ellen Show. She loved Ellen DeGeneres. She was yeah. like her biggest idol type yeah. thing, and she like, would watch every single episode and stuff so she's like what better way to I mean like I know. know this book came out in like 2014 but like now I'm like Ellen who the fuck is her well yeah you know like she's a lot like, of issues Ill, she's Ellen Ill, irrelevant now yeah so it's well, just like it's a little there's a lot of scandals yes. recently too so yeah it is kind of weird but you know just a little odd but you know you also are just you find odd things odd you don't think the you, Ellen letters are odd? The what? You don't think the Ellen letters are a little bit odd? No. Okay. I think things that are odd that you don't. That's true. I'm just I'm just saying I've never met a single person. Doesn't mean they does. It, I've never either. That thought the Ellen letters were not odd. Really? Everyone on TikTok thinks it's so odd. Oh well, I'm not on that side of TikTok, so I don't know. I didn't even weird. Whatever. <laughs> okay, interrogation over. <laughs> what were your key takeaways from that interrogation? Let us know in the comments. Not feeling it. There are four other squeakers in that thing. Anyways, she writes to Ellen. And this one is pretty much um, talking... So... These are all, she stopped writing a journal after the whole thing with that guy. Um, the homeless boy, I guess you could say. Um, and 
it just like kind of can't be too hard but she like recently found them in the closet and she's just kind of going through and rereading and reminiscing and stuff um and we kind of get to learn a little bit about the first time she ever laid eyes on the boy in the abandoned house and his name turns out to be atlas um and she notices he goes in and out and that you know it's an abandoned house he never he like always wears the same clothes stuff yeah, they like that. have like the same bus stop yeah. yeah. So they take the bus together. They go to the same school. Um, she's like recognizes them, but she's never. She didn't understand it because it was it was a recent thing when he started going to that house and everything. Uh, and then uh, hold on, we're figuring it out. <laughs> um. <laughs> Did they have their encounter or not yet? Yeah. Um, so, she, like, realizes he's out there and stuff like that. And uh, they were, like, it's just the two of them. And they're waiting for the bus at the bus stop and everything. And she had ended up, because the day before, she had ended up making him, like, some food. Because she's, like, realizing he, like is homeless yeah like he's a homeless person that he's probably hungry and stuff so uh he she like leaves sandwiches drops it off on the back porch of that abandoned house and then like leaves and then when she goes to look back they're gone so he knew she knew that he was watching her and stuff but the next day at the bus stop he's he's like thank you yeah but did you tell anyone and she's like no i didn't tell anyone and he's like okay cool and then they sit together on the bus and she's like you know, why don't you live at home with your parents? And he's like, um, they don't want me to. They kind of kicked me out and stuff. Um, and then after school, they're on the bus ride home. And she offers to, that he, so her parents are both at work and they don't get home until like three or something like that. Like a that. couple hours after school. Yeah. Basically. And she's like, if you hurry, you can go home and take a shower before my parents get home. And he like, he, and at first he was just like, oh, I don't know if I should. But, um, he ends up doing it, and while he's taking a shower, she makes him, like, she gets an old backpack, fills it with, like, extra old clothes of her dad's, and some food, water, um, anything he might need, yeah, um, and stuff like that, um, and whatnot, and he was just, like, really, they were just really, really nice about it and everything. Now, he's, like, a couple years older than her, he's, like, 18, and she's, like, 15, I think, or something like that, um, yeah, he's a senior, and she's, I think, a freshman or sophomore um yeah I remember um and stuff but yeah so they do that and then um that's like the the end of that first journal entry and now we're back to the presents and stuff like that and she gets a call from her mom and she's like what do you think about if I move to Boston because her mom still lived in Maine but now that you know um, her dad died, and her mom's all alone and stuff, and Lily kind of had Boston all to herself in a way, and so at first she was not really for it, just yeah. because her mom never left her dad, and she could never understand why after a man would beat you, but claim he loves you and stuff like that, that you could keep going back to him and stuff, yeah. and everything. So she was just a little hesitant about it, and she's just like, uh, sure, whatever, I don't really care. Now we have an... Oh, <laughs> back up just two seconds. After the, everything is within time. So she um, was doing the, she met Raul on the roof 
and then she read the journal entries, and then we had a six-month jump. Clarify. Doing the best I can, guys. Got it. Okay. So, six-month jump. Her mom ended up moving to Boston, got a house, like, a cute little house and stuff like that. Uh, Lily quit her job and is now wanting to open up a floral shop, and so she's there for the first time she gets to see the building, and it's, it used to be an old restaurant, um, and stuff with, like, the tables are still there and, like, supplies and all this kind of stuff. It's really old and run down. needs to be repainted and cleaned major and pretty much renovated and stuff like that. Um, and then, um, a girl is, like, like, outside or whatever, and while Lily is saying goodbye to her mom... What? Oh, the way she's... She's, she's like... I know. <laughs> I, I love that look that she does. Um... Um, so she, like, oh, God. she meets this, like, girl or whatever, and the girl's like, oh, what's this? And, you know, Lily tells her, like, I'm going to be opening a floral shop soon. Um, this is a, you know, all that kind of stuff. And the girl's like, oh, it looks like you could use some help. She ends up hiring her. She even offered her work, like, for free. She's like, I just want to help. I like this kind of stuff. Um, she's just bored. She's not yeah. looking for money. And everything, but Lily's like, no, if you're going to help me, I'm going to pay you. And Lily agrees to hire her, and so now Lily has her first employee, and the girl is named Alyssa. Well, Alyssa starts immediately, and she's helping Lily clear everything out, and Lily ends up falling and, like, twisting her ankle pretty bad and stuff. But Alyssa's like, just stay here, stay here. My brother's a doctor. He's right down the street with my um, my husband. Just wait here. Um I'll go get him and be right back. And she's like, okay, cool. Well, when she gets back, um, when she gets back, she realizes that her brother is the guy she met on the rooftop, but she doesn't let Alyssa know that they already know each other. And so he helps, like, wrap up the foot and everything. Alyssa and her husband, Marshall, go and get some ice. And while he does that, um, he does the thing that he always does. And he goes, I want to fuck you. And he happened to say that right when his sister had walked back in. And his sister is like, what the fuck, Kyle? Excuse me? And she's like, I am so sorry for my brother. And, um, but it's just funny because, like, they already knew. They've already done this dance type of thing um, and everything. But he ends up, they have, like, a little moment. And they get, like, really close and stuff. And, you know, she, he bandages her up and everything. And it's just, like, if we. Um, you're going to have to stay off of it for, like, a week or something. Um, they also agree that they, um, they kind of give a moment of, like, uh, uh, the truce. What did I call Naked it? truce. Naked truce. Could not think of that. And, um, she's like, okay, I admit I'm, like, very attracted to you. And he's like, okay, yeah, same. But my naked truth is that I don't think it's a good idea that we, like, see each other ever again. He's like, I don't want to act on it. Or do anything. And they agree to that. What is your problem? Is there a fucking ghost punching you in the face or something? <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. It's just like, I have nothing to hold right now. I have no help, no nothing. And so my hands are just like, trying to do something. So I'm not just like... <laughs> That's what but I feel like. I didn't see the straw. I just need to uh, go... <laughs> yeah. And I was like, is a ghost just, like, punching you? I keep being wet from it. Well, like, maybe you should set it down. That sounds disgusting. 
And the way that I said it, I said it so, like, low and, like, deep. That sounds disgusting. Guys, I'm just messing with the straw. Because so I thought you felt gross. <laughs> <laughs> she has, like, this rubber straw, and so she's, like, flicking it back and forth because she's bored. And it keeps, like, sh- like spurting water on her. And, yeah. But, yes, what you did say was highly inappropriate. <laughs> Yeah. Can't look at that water bottle that again now. She's like, guys, sorry, I'm just getting, like, it's just getting me wet. (laughs) Sorry, guys, I'm just flicking it. I'm just playing with my straw, guys, I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, God. That was the perfect time for the boy that you have a crush on to be in the room with you, just laughing because he thinks you're fucking adorable, and you're like, shoot me now. (laughs) Tell me now. Every romance small town book ever. I don't know where it went, honey. Okay. Um, so it's been a week and, um, her ankle's better. So she goes back to, um, uh, scratch everything I just saw. I just skipped a chapter. Um. Dude, we gotta hurry up. I'm doing the best I I can. Okay. We also chatted for a long time before we started. Okay. So she, um. Gets back to her apartment, and she uses this time to read some more of her journal entries. And, um, she realizes that in the in the journal entry, we learn that Atlas is a fan of Ellen as well. And so, um, she comes over, he comes over after school one day before her parents get home to watch some stuff and everything. He takes, like, another shower and stuff. And, um, that's kind of, they just talk about themselves just a little bit more and everything. Like, getting to know each other. Yeah, yeah, and they're just kind of hanging out and he has like this place he's he's eaten and everything like that um and he tells her like yeah I don't really have electricity but you know whatever and um and he's like yeah I've seen you out back like gardening and she's like yeah I love gardening blah 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 and um he stays over and everything she's like okay you can like leave whenever but just don't let my parents catch you and he's like yeah of course well they keep doing this thing where every week after school he, they watch the most recent episode of Ellen and then her parents come home and he leaves right before they walk through the door type of thing. And there was one night where he left and then her dad got home really late after drinking and gets into a fight with her mom. And um, he's like shouting and screaming at her. And Lily always said that when she was in the same room he never wanted to act on anything he never wanted to be angry because he never wanted his daughter to see that side of him and so nothing would ever happen so she's like okay i'm gonna go out there and you know put myself there so he doesn't hurt her and then she realizes that he was like beating the shit out of her in the kitchen and she had never wanted to kill her dad more in that moment she's like if i had a knife i would have gutted him and it was, just, it was just very unfortunate. It was really sad, yeah. Very sad, because she's only 15, yeah. you know? And, she doesn't yeah. Like, well, she understands what's happening. She just, like... She gets it, but it's, like, there's nothing she can do. Yeah. You know? She's and 15, she doesn't yeah. understand why her mom stays. Yeah. And stuff. Then, um, but, yeah. So, that was that journal entry. Now, a week has passed. She's healed. She goes back to the floral shop just to see, because she's had Alyssa there. And Alyssa's been working on it while she was gone. Um, and everything, and, uh, when she's there, um, she gets home, everything's good, and then all of a sudden there's a knock at the door, it's kind of late and everything, and Ralph shows up at her door, and he's, like, wearing his scrubs and stuff, and he's like, do you have any doors I knocked on to find yours? And he's, she's like, what? 
He's like, well, I knew this was your building, but I didn't know what door. I knocked on 29 doors until I could find you. Which, before I knew the rest of this book, I thought it was adorable. It's such a romantic gesture that I love. He was. He was like, 29, Lily. 29 doors. I loved this part, too. I thought it was so cute. He's like, I was just going to knock on every door until you answered one. Yeah. And I was just like, we're going to, we're going to have opinions. Oh, yeah. But we're going to take the rest of the book out of our opinions right now. Yeah, so right now, if this was our first impression. We love him. We love him. He's cute. Perfect. Man of my dreams. A, yeah. a doctor. He's cute. He flirts. He jokes. Yeah. He's nice, etc. Um, but yeah, he shows up at her door because he's like, I have been thinking about you for six months. I cannot stop thinking about you for six months. Then he begs her to have sex with him. Like, he literally gets on his hands and knees, holds her hand, and goes, please, Lily, please let me fuck you. Please, please let you. us have sex. Please. please. Because he thinks that if they have sex, <laughs> he, he thinks that if they have sex, he will get her out of his system. Yeah. Because he is a one-night one stand-only type of guy. guy. Yeah. So he's like, if I just fuck you, I'll get it out of my system, and I'll be able to stop thinking about it. And she goes, mm, just this once. Like, she's like, I'm going to live on the wild side and try something new. She's like, okay, you know, whatever. And so she agrees and stuff. But she's like, I I need to go. She's like, I haven't shaved my legs. I, like, haven't showered. Like, you know, all this stuff. So she's like, okay, just give me a little bit to freshen up real quick. And he's like, okay, cool. Well, it takes her, like, a half hour. And she shaves. She brushed her teeth. She put perfume on. She lotionized. She gets in a cute little outfit. And when she walks out, he's passed out on the bed. So she just like kind of falls asleep next to him. Nothing happens, and when he wakes up in the morning, he's like, "Oh my god, I'm so so sorry, I'm so so sorry." And then that's that. Nothing ever happens, and then um, it's 53 days later after that exactly. She hasn't heard or seen from Ralph since then. Well, the the floral store is officially open. It's beautiful. Also, the theme of this flower shop, it's black. Everything's black, dark purples. It's like maroons. a grunge. Yeah, like like a, uh, in a good way, like the gothic, yeah, mid, like, gothic, yeah, type of theme with like bright flowers, just something very alternative. Very alternative. That's a good word for it, and just very unique and stuff. And that's just kind of she wanted it just to be completely different than any other floral shop. Um, but yeah, her and Alyssa are working and everything, and Ralph comes in, and he's like, I need to buy some flowers, and they do delivery, so he's like, um, I need it delivered. But after he picks out purple lilies, he never gives them the address and everything, and so he just walks out, and his sister's like, what an idiot. He didn't tell us where to have it delivered at, kind of a thing. And they realize he wrote a card in the flowers, he reads it, and it just said, please make it stop. But she doesn't tell his sister, any yeah. of this. Because his sister still thinks they met the first day she hurt her ankle. Yeah. And everything. And so, she and he, she thinks she's just losing it. And then he's just yeah. a whack job, you know, kind of a thing. Uh, well, they invited her over. So, Raul and Alyssa and Marshall all live together. Because he works so much. And Marshall's, like, rich. They own, like, an entire floor penthouse type thing yeah. in that apartment. Uh, and everything, and so they, like, invite her over and everything, and she doesn't want to go alone, because she has a feeling like Raul might be there, and she's kind of nervous about the whole thing, because the last time they saw each other had been when he was like, please fuck me, please fuck me, and then nothing ever happened, so she brings her gay best friend, Devin, 
and he's Dude, like, I totally forgot about this character. I love this guy, though. Yeah, he's barely in it, ever. He's like, in, like, two scenes in the whole book. Forgot about him. Yeah. Didn't even know he was a character. Yeah. Um, and he's like, so who is this guy? And she's like, you'll see. And he's like, okay, do we need to make him jealous? Do you need me to think yeah. like I'm your boyfriend? She's like, maybe. Yeah. And he goes, okay, I'll be your boyfriend. And stuff. And he's like, but don't make me kiss you, because I'm not doing that. And the first hot guy I see, I'm out. And it was just, like, really funny because I'm like, that's typically how it would go. But anyways, they're all, part, like, you know, mingling and stuff like that. And, um, uh, Ryle's, like, really, really, like, jealous. He sees it and he's just, like, he just, like, notices it, doesn't like it or anything like that. And while she is, like, while Ryle is, like, talking to her sister or something, she noticed that there's a painting, painting in the apartment. And it is, if you look really closely, it is a picture of the picture that he took the night that they first met on the rooftop because he took a picture of her. Mm-hmm. And um, he had blurred the image so much that you can't tell who it is or what it really is um, and stuff. And then blew it up to a huge size and turned it into a picture. And it, it's just funny how he had done that. And he's like, yeah, you like it. And then, um, they're, like, kind of talking slash arguing a little bit. And then all of a sudden, he just, like, picks her up, throws her over her shoulder, and then just in front of everybody at this party, they all think they have, don't know know each other kind of yeah. thing. Only her friend Devin even understands what's going on. And then he carries her into his bedroom and, like, kisses the fuck out of her. And then... It's like this, we love this guy. Yes. He seems amazing. Yeah, and Lily's like, what is this? And he goes, I want to try and actually be something more with you. I don't want to know a night stand. Like, what do I have to do to prove myself to you? And she goes, don't have sex with me. And he goes, okay, agreed. And then um, they, like, fall asleep together. They don't do anything, but they fall asleep together. Um, And she wakes up the next morning, and she has to tell Alyssa everything that happened and that... She's like, she's known Raul this whole time, yeah, that they knew before and stuff, and she's like, you know, Raul's my brother, I love him to death, but he doesn't have the best luck with relationships, just be careful, and Raul's like, why are you doing that, and she goes, because you are my brother, but she is also my best friend, Yeah. and I I know you could hurt her, oh yeah, I mean, we'll get it way more, but like, I love this about her, this is one of like the best things about Alyssa, yeah, um, Lily's roommate, Lucy, is just an egotistical, narcissistic girl, but she goes, I'm leaving, uh, like, they, they just met doing this thing, but she's like, I'm moving out, I'm gonna move in, because my boyfriend proposed to me, who's like, they've dated for like six months, and she's like, my boyfriend proposed, so I'm moving in with him. Lily's like, cool, I got a whole apartment to myself. Um, then we get another little look at some of her journal entries, and this is, um, uh, this one is pretty much just her talking about, like, her grandparents and, um, some things like that. And then, um, she realized, she admits that she's, like, it's getting colder, like, winter's coming, and I realize, like, he has no heating or anything, and I'm gonna, I plan on getting Atlas some blankets here soon. Another journal entry saying, like, it started snowing, and, um, I need to go out, or it's about to snow, and I need to go out and, like, um, get all my vegetables from the garden, um, and stuff before they freeze over and are ruined. And so she goes out there and she realizes some of her vegetables and radishes have been, um, 
dug up and stuff and she knows her parents would never touch her garden so she realizes it must be atlas and that he doesn't have any food um and everything and so like she ends up getting him some food and they talk about some things about her like her gardening and everything like that um and she they like kind of just talk about life and comparing like plants to humans and everything it was like this whole like probably could be a quote in there somewhere yeah. about just like the good in life or whatever and um they had like this like little fight with some of the soil dirt and it was like pretty cute because she's like all i wanted to do was kiss him but i don't know if he felt the same way so but we all knew he did typical cute like um young love young type love. thing it's just absolutely adorable but um but yeah she had gotten him even more blankets and um yeah she just feels really bad for him because he like you know he's just literally just sleeping on the floor um another one is they're watching uh a whole episode again um doing like a bunch of um they're like they're watching the late night they're watching ellen and things like that and he goes home and then she, her mom got home early and parked in the garage but her dad gets mad because he is the only one that has to, is allowed to park in the garage her mom has to park outside and so he like pretty much flips shit he hit her pretty bad and Lily had tried to stop it and got knocked over and um, hit her head really, really bad. And um, they took her to the hospital and stuff. And after they got back from the hospital, um, Atlas was waiting for her as soon as, like, he's, like, because as soon as he, like, saw her in the bedroom or whatever, he, like, was yeah. waiting for her. And he was, like, I heard something screaming. I went to walk over and I just saw you getting into the car and doing it. And she's, like, oh, I'm so sorry. I fell. And he pulls up his shirt and sees all, shows her all these scars on his arm. And he's like, yeah, don't worry, I fall sometimes too. But they're like cigarette burns. Mm -hmm. And it, like, she realized, like, he had also probably had been abused from someone in yeah. his life too. Even though they're not really talking about it or anything. Um, so she um, went over to Atlas in the middle of the night and everything and he didn't really want her to go inside because he didn't want her to see the conditions that he was living in and stuff and she felt so bad that she ended up sneaking him into his room because it was gonna snow that night and um, went into his room ha made him like a little pallet of blankets on the floor and it just hid him from his uh, uh, his parents or her parents and stuff like that and they literally just stay up like talking all night and now it's kind of like a thing until it's warm enough or whatever he's just gonna end up staying there um now we're back to normal and um lily gets a text from Raoul just like asking about her and he's ends up coming over and um let's see Sorry, my page was stuck together. Um, but yeah, and then he, he like admits to her, he's like, but you failed to tell me you were the most addictive kind. Um, and that he's just pretty much like obsessed with her. Um, and then she is with Alyssa and she finally asked her, like, why are you working here? Why don't you need money? Like, what are you doing to keep yourself busy? You know, blah, blah, blah. Like your husband's rich and everything. And she goes, well, 
I like to give to charity and I like to work to keep busy because I can't get pregnant and we've been trying for two years so I just don't want to think about it so I just keep myself as busy as possible and I was really upset the day that I walked by your shop and we just ran into each other and I ended up getting a job from you yeah. and so it was just kind of like touching because it's like they kind of found each other when he you know um they found each other when they kind of needed each other and stuff and um and then Raul goes up to uh texts Lily tells her hey my mom's gonna be in in town can I have you come meet my mom and um and stuff like that and Yeah, and, and Lily's, <laughs> sorry, I'm just like, wait, what just happened? And Lily is just like, um, like, okay, cool, you know, like, that's kind of serious, but like, okay, but Alyssa's like, no, like, he's never brought in a girl home before, so this is like a huge, big deal, um, and everything, and so, um, Yeah, so she goes to see her mom, and her mom's having dinner at this, like, new fancy restaurant that they want to try across town, but she decides to bring Raul last minute, and, um, Raul, like, her mom was, like, so surprised and shocked and everything, it was kind of funny because she accidentally assumed he was, like, the waiter, and started treating him like the waiter and everything, but they got along pretty good, she was happy that, um, you know, that he's a doctor, obviously, has money, can take care of himself, all this stuff. But then, um, like, while they're going through dinner and stuff like that, there was a guy that walks up, and he's like, what can I get you guys? Is everything good? And then um, someone, and it turns out it's Alice from... Her past. Yeah, so this is this the, like this the, homeless, is the guy. homeless guy. And he's working at the restaurant and stuff, and so she's like... Okay, she's about pretty much spits her water out, chokes, has a heart attack. She hasn't seen him in like like eight, seven, like seven, eight years yeah. kind of thing. So she excuses herself, goes to the bathroom, and just like tries to breathe and stuff. And they kind of like see each other and they're just thankful they're there. And they're kind of playing it nonchalant and stuff. But it's you could tell like both of them are pretty shaken up about seeing them. And Atlas is like was that, like, your boyfriend or something? And he's like, yeah. Uh, or, like, just this guy I'm seeing type of thing. And he's like, oh, okay. And he tells her, like, yeah, I have a girlfriend too. And everything. Um, and then after after they have their meals and stuff like that, they go out to the street and everything. And then Atlas sees her again and was like, sorry, I just wanted to say it was nice to see you. Maybe we could catch up is all. And he's like, okay. And then Raul comes out of nowhere and it's just like, oh, who is that? And she's like, oh, no one. And um, when she gets home, she just kind of, like, starts crying just because it was very overwhelming for her and everything because this is, like, the guy she, you know, had been this in love like with her entire love, life. Really. She never knew what ever happened to him and all this stuff. Now, at this point, we don't know technically what happened or how yeah. they stopped talking. We just know that they did. Um, we have another journal entry, and this is about how she talks about how Ellen and Dory, the character from Finding Nemo, who Alan voices, um, just kind of, like, was, it's her favorite movie, Finding Nemo, and then the fact that Ellen also does it, and Ellen is, like, her favorite person, we kind of learn about them, and how 
the just keep swimming quote was kind of like a big thing um like she just always liked it and thought it was cute and everything well atlas and her like kind of fell asleep on the couch together and stuff like that and he she realizes that he's like really sick or whatever and so like all night he's sick he's throwing up but she's caring for him not holding like help cleaning him up getting him what he needs um and it's just being completely sweet for someone who's 15 you know it's like she's caring yeah. for him in a way that she really shouldn't have learned how to do and like kind of while he's like swimming uh, uh he's like kind of passed out kind of not she tells him to keep just keep swimming like yeah. just keep moving forward just keep pushing and everything like that which is like um, a really good quote for his whole entire book oh yeah and it's so cute it's like it makes cute. me want to use really it it's adorable it, yeah. Like, before, it was always just, like, a cute little thing you just yeah. sang, you know, while you're walking down the street. But now, I'm just, like, if someone goes, just keep swimming, I'll start fucking crying. Exactly. Like, I will completely lose it. Yeah. Um. Then, the next intro is how she realizes, like, I think I'm falling for him and everything. And, um, it's just, like, hang on. Okay. Um, Atlas finally tells her, he goes, I think I'm going to go live with my uncle in Boston. And she's like, oh, you're, you're leaving. And he's like, yeah, I just, you know, he's willing to take me in and stuff. And they're both kind of sad about it. But, um, you know, obviously she knows that this is what you know, is for the best and everything and whatnot. But then, um, they're kind of having like this little moment where they're both pretty sad about the situation and they end up kissing and it's super, super cute. But, you know, they don't talk about Boston again. Um, but they've kind of been doing the same thing for weeks now where he comes over, showers, eat, all this kind of stuff. And um, they hang out, they watch Ellen, and then he goes home. He goes back to that house while her parents are, and then when her parents go to bed, he sneaks back in yeah. and stays with her. Um, and they kiss and they, they just talk all the time. And she's like, it's just like the best couple weeks of my life and everything. Um, and then Atlas kissed her on the bus in front of like all the kids and it was really really cute too And some of the kids started trying to make fun of him and she tried standing up for him and stuff um, And then they go back to her place and he's makes her cookies and it's just adorable so they're like cooking and everything and He's just like yeah, well I had to learn how to kind of like cook for myself and he loves cooking It's kind of like her version of gardening and before the cookies are done, her dad comes home. And so she's got to, like, pull off, like, oh, yeah, I make cookies, even though she's, like, never baked or cooked before in, like, her life or anything. Um, but when they get back, she, um, her dad finally goes to sleep. Her mom comes home then goes to sleep. And, you know, they're hanging out and everything. And then um, she really starts realizing that he's leaving. Like, he's made the decision to go to Boston. She's never going to see him again. And then... And she, she, one of her entries is really short, and it goes, Dear Ellen, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. He's moving to Boston. I don't really feel like talking about it, literally. Yeah. And it's just, like, really sad. Because, like, this isn't, this has literally happened eight years ago, but I am so invested in these yeah. journal entries oh, when same. I first read it. Totally. So invested that I was like, totally. this is the only thing I want. I don't want to, I want a whole book of journal entries. Same, same. I, felt I would same kill way. for a whole book of just journal entries. I felt the exact same way. Of everything. Of every yeah. single detail. And I was just like, that's all I would want. And so every time we get off, I just get upset. And then I'm like, ugh. 
Yeah. We're back to normal. Well, um, Atlas is over one day and, you know, he's obviously sleeping and his dad or her dad was, came home again late one night and he was drunk and they started fighting and then he tried to force himself on top of his mother sexually and everything. She ended up having to go out there and Atlas pulled her back in and was like, just don't do anything. It's not a big deal. And, um, it was, it was pretty bad. Uh, it was, it was a hard one to read. That's for sure. And, um, but she had like picked up a knife and she was walking towards her dad with it. Like she was like, I'm fully ready to kill this man. I don't care what it does to me, but like he's hurting her and everything like that. And Atlas is just trying to get her back in the whole time. And then Atlas goes, it's okay. It's okay. We'll call the police and stuff. And her mother comes in and sees Atlas doesn't even give a shit. She just goes, don't call the police. Everything's okay. I promise. I'm so sorry, but don't call the police and stuff like that. And, um, Atlas just, like, held on to her all night through the whole thing and everything. And it's just, it was, like, um, it was just very upsetting. Just thinking about it and hearing about it kind of thing. Um, but then he left for Boston. And he goes to see them, see her right before. And he goes, I'm leaving, like, tomorrow, whatever. And, um, he is, like... Boston is where everything is better and you know as soon as I can I'm gonna come back I'm gonna find you and all this stuff and um That's but cute. then he leaves yeah then we get we're back to the thing and Raul is just blowing up her phone and just worried like he starts kind of like projecting his worries about them being in a relationship together about him specifically being in a relationship um and then uh They're all out. Ryle, um, there's just one thing. I, this was one of the most confusing things in the entire book, and I think you can agree with me on it. I think most people can agree with me. The onesies. Do you remember the onesies? So, okay. There's a bar downtown. Oh, yes, Boston, yes, 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 yes. That if you it's wear like the a Santa onesie crawl or something. Something, yeah. Oh, it's, 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 no, it's not called that, but it's the same idea. Oh, okay. If you wear a onesie to a bar, fully dressed up, not half-assing it, you get free beer. Yeah. And so, Raul, Marshall, uh, Alyssa, and Lily. Lily all went out together for a Bruins game and then went out after with um, the onesies and everything and got free beer and everything. They realized Alyssa isn't drinking. And they're all like, mm-hmm. And they're Why like, well, we were going to wait to tell you, but uh, I'm pregnant. And so, Alyssa's having a baby. And it's, like, this wholesome moment because, one, she didn't think she could ever get pregnant. Yeah. You know, Marshall's just being just a complete, just goofball. Yeah, he's, like, And so then Ryle's just, like, and you got to see, like, this cute side of Ryle that's, like, you're going to make a great mom. I'm mm -hmm. so proud of you. I love you. All this stuff. And then it's just a very wholesome moment. And then we learned that Ryle and Alyssa had a brother who passed away and everything. Um... And it was just very unfortunate. And uh, we don't know any details after that. We just know that. And, um, uh, but yeah, it was just, they, it was just like kind of a wholesome moment because they were like, we're, we're expanding our family. We had a lot of tragic in the past, but now, you know, the whole thing. Well, um, 
Ral and her are having a Hang on. What? Okay. Ryle is over. They're cooking. They're drinking and everything. And he sees this like magnet on her fridge. And it has Boston on it. And it says everything is better in Boston. And he's like, you're never going to be... You're never going to be taken as like a real Boston like, like citizen. If you keep doing things that tourists do. By keeping a magnet on your fridge that say Boston. And I'm only you know. like, I don't give a fuck if I've lived there my entire life. If I really like that place, I'm going to have a fucking magnet yeah. on my fridge about it. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, and you're just, and you could tell, like, that was the only thing she had on her fridge. And it was one small sticker that said Boston. And I was like, I wonder if that has anything to do with what Atlas said and stuff. And I was like, I think it's just because this was always better. I don't know if it was specifically Atlas, at least at this time that I was reading, yeah. if they... Or she just got it as, like, memories of, okay. like, bigger things yeah. and of him and Boston's just a beautiful place to be, you know? And to get away from her dad at the time, you know, after college and stuff like that. Um, and then he admits that he's, like, falling for her. He won't say it, but he's admitting it to Lily and everything like that. And... He, that he does have like all these hesitations because he's like I don't know this whole relationship thing and everything and um they uh gosh my brain isn't working and I can't help I know they're having okay they're having these hesitations she talks them out of it they have them like a good moment of uh like, a cutesy moment, like, don't worry, I'll be there, we'll work through your insecurities together, blah, blah, blah. And then, I'm pretty sure this is where they have sex, or they at least do something. They do something. I think, I think this is the sex scene. Yes, I'm pretty sure that's the sex scene. Okay. Um... Yeah, that, that was that scene. Okay. I just read a lot of stuff and I was like, okay. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Give me a second. <laughs> okay. So, um, Ral tells Lily that he has this big thing coming up. Um, a very, very important surgery. And, um, it's, like, gonna break records in the entire world. And, you know, the fact that he's gonna participate, his name's gonna go down, and if it's successful, it's conjoined twins and, and everything. And, you know, they're gonna attempt to separate them. It's this huge thing. So he comes over, and they're cooking dinner and everything like that. Well, um, Rao goes to get something out of the oven, and without thinking, he picks up the pan out of the oven without any oven mitts. And he burns himself. Idiot. Being, yeah, I know. But technically, it's... Conversation. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> and um, he drops the pan. It, like, shatters, goes everywhere um, and stuff. And Lily was just like, oh, my God. But then she didn't realize how serious the situation was. So she, like, started laughing or whatever. Which is so fancy. Is something that we would do. I know. We would. Like because, when I like, read yeah, this, it sucks. I was like, you, you ah. got hurt, but at the same time. I remember reading this and I was just yeah, like, Yeah, I thought it was yeah, kind of funny. Yeah, I get it. It's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. I was like, 
Oh. It is not funny no more. Yeah. And he unfortunately ends up backhanding her yeah. out of nowhere because he was pissed that she laughed at him because his hand is literally his life for surgery. Like, I get it, but it's just like... I get it, don't... but you don't hit someone. No, you don't hit You someone. can get upset for laughing. Just be like, hey, it's actually like a big deal. Be like, like can you please not laugh? Like, this yeah. is serious. Yeah, like, like my yeah, hand is like that. my you job. You can get upset. Yeah. You know, especially considering like you're... As successful as you are, and you're yeah. doing groundbreaking work, but you don't, and no you don't just out of nowhere black out. No and excuse to yeah. Say. So she he ends up back he, and then like backhanding her, and she's like bleeding um, from like the side of her like this like her temple area, and he goes, "God damn it, Lily, it's not funny. This is my fucking career, and everything." And she's like terrified of him, obviously, and she's like cowering on the floor and everything. And then uh, he gets on the floor next to her and he's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Oh my God, oh my God. And she pushes him away because he tries to kiss her. And he falls back and cuts his hand open that he just burned on the broken glass or everything. That sounds like that and, hurts. <laughs> yeah. And then um, it it just, it, it got really bad because then he got even more aggressive and upset. Yeah. And then she tried to help him and then he pushed her again. To, like, back off. And then she kind of had some flashbacks of seeing the situation with her mom and her dad. Yeah. And everything like that. And she realizes, she's just like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. But she's like, you just fucking pushed me. You just fucking pushed me. He's like, listen, I'm sorry, but I have a fucking surgery tomorrow. And it was, it was a very just bad situation. But, like, you could see where both of them were upset. Mm -hmm. But there was still no excuse for him hitting her. Um. And she just keeps, like, saying, like, he's nothing like my father. He's nothing like my father. He's not my father. It's okay. And she is hesitant, but she thinks this is, like, a once, like, just a random weird act that he did. And he lets her pick her up, hold her, and, like, she helps him clean out his hand and, you know, and everything. And he apologizes. And she's very hesitant, but she's just kind of like, okay. Like, she doesn't fully say she forgives him, but she's just kind of like, you know, I need to think about it, but yeah. let's not escalate the situation right now. Um, and stuff. And she goes into the bathroom and she realizes, like, her face is all bloody and it's, like, black guy. And it's just, like, really, really bad. And he helps clean her up. And um, she's like, if this ever happens again, like, I don't care if you're sorry. I don't care if it was an accident. If you ever yeah, do like, anything like that again, I'm done. I'm not coming back and I'm not forgiving mm-hmm. you. This better be a one-time thing just because of the, the, everything that was going on and stuff. Um, she ends up having to lie to Alyssa because Alyssa, Raul brings her into work the next day and Alyssa's like, oh my God, what happened? She goes there, olive oil got on the floor and I slipped and, you know, yeah fell and you know and it it, kind of sucked because Alyssa had given him kind of like a side eye Mm -hmm. like she didn't quite believe the story and she looked to him like what really happened but then went with it and I kind of just like took note of that and I was just like that kind of seems weird but okay like I don't think like at the time I was like I don't think she blames him but I think she knows that's not the true story she knows that something else happened she knows something else happened and he's also hiding it yeah she doesn't know like, what, what the happened. extent is. Exactly, yeah. Um, so, uh, Alyssa Marshall, uh, what's his face? 
Ryle. <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? And Lyle, I was like, they go that's back, the only people. They were supposed to have a date night, and so, and Alyssa really wanted to go eat at Bibbs, and Bibbs is where Atlas, Atlas works. works. And so, um, Lily's like, um, their food wasn't so good. We should go somewhere else. And they're like, well, we want to try it. Ryle said it was good. And she's like, no. And they're like, we already made reservations. She's like, oh, shit. Okay. So they go. She pretty much goes all night without seeing um, Atlas. Atlas, really, or anything like that. And then um, she goes to uh, the bathroom. Right? Yeah, she goes just to the bathroom. She goes in there because she kind of saw him. She goes in there and she's just kind of like hyperventilating because everything that just happened with Ryle and it's just everything's overwhelming right now. And she's trying to put on a face with Marshall and Alyssa like everything's okay. She was un. She, I don't think she could see us from where she. Whatever. So confused, Letty. She's over there whining. <laughs> um, and Atlas follows her into the bathroom, locks it behind her, and just literally goes, "What the fuck happened to you?" Yeah. And everything. And she's like, "Oh, it's nothing. No big deal. Blah blah blah." And this is where we learn that Atlas is actually the chef, and this is his restaurant. And um. Atlas starts, you know, like, cause she's like, what are you doing here or whatever? And he's like, well, I'm the chef. It's my restaurant. And he's like, oh. he, he starts seeing like the extent of her injuries and he instantly just goes, who did this to you? Yeah. Like, like he knows. Uh, and it's true. Also our favorite trope. Who did this to you? Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna go fuck him up. And I remember when that happened and I was just like, Atlas, Atlas. Yes. <laughs> like rooting for, I was like, do something. I was like, take a stink knife, shove it in his yes. butt, and then kick him out on the street. Yes. Please, I want to see it. And then I'm like, Jordan, this is in a fantasy book. Yeah. You can't do that. Um, and uh, Lily's able to talk Atlas down and kind of calm him down a little bit. But then um, Ryle walks into the hallway to see if Lily's okay. And Atlas takes one look between, I'm like, he takes one look between Lily's face and Ryle's bandaged hand and instantly Knows. goes, Ryle hits yeah. her. Yeah, she hits the connection. And then Ryle looks at Lily in the bathroom with Atlas, this random dude. And Ryle's over here, who the fuck are you? Why were you in the bathroom together? What did you do? But Atlas is like, did you hit her? Yeah. And, and then Lily's just, fuck me. Like, yeah. oh my god, Ryle, it's not what it looks like. Atlas, it's not what it looks like. Um, and everything. And they kind of have, like, a little moment. Uh, and everything. And then, um, they go sit back down and, and, and um, trying to act like everything's fine with, like, Alyssa and everything like that. And then Ryle gets up and walks back and corners Atlas. And they kind of have it out with each other. And... Atlas, like, they don't, like, I don't think there's, like, any punches really thrown, but Atlas just, like, pins him up against the wall, and it's just, like, threatening him, and accuses him of hurting Lily, and then demands that he get out of the restaurant, and to never, like... Come back. Yeah, like, I'm gonna cut your balls off if you ever touch her again, type of thing, and, well, actually, right here, it goes, I will cut your fucking hand off and shove it down you, your throat, you worthless piece of shit. So, no, not the balls, just the hand. <laughs> um, and then 
Riles is very, very upset because he also, um, she kind of realizes, like, because, okay, so when Lily first met Ryle on the rooftop, he, she told him about Atlas, along yeah, with Atlas's name. He fucked so up. when they're fighting, and she goes, Atlas, it's fine, let it go. He, like, kind of makes goes, the connection. He goes, shit. This is Atlas, like yeah. the Atlas. This is your homeless man. Yeah, and so Ryle storms off, and they're like in the parking lot, and they're just talking it through, and he's trying to calm down, so he's just like pacing. And Lily's really, really scared because he, last time he was this worked up, he hit her, and that was literally last night. That was that was like twenty four hours ago. So she's like just trying to talk him down, explain everything that happened, and he's like, "Did you tell him? Did you tell him what happened?" Blah blah blah. And she goes, "No, I didn't." And he's like, well, do you still want him? And she's like, no, I only want you. He just happened to be here. I haven't seen him since. Like, everything's fine. And he's like, okay. He's like a giant child with a tamper tantrum. Like, you still want me? Literally. Yes. Okay. Oh, my God, boy. Fuck. You got some problems. Like, at this point, I'm like, this man needs to be in a nut house. I am just saying. Like. He just like the way his mind works, yeah. the way he just goes left and right, it's pretty bad. Um, yeah, and they ended up having to leave uh, Alyssa and Marshall at the thing. Now, um, okay, yeah, Alyssa gets um, Alyssa and uh, Lily. I keep forgetting the name Lily. Ooh, why? Like, <laughs> I can remember. Look, that's why I keep going and, um, Lily. Because I keep fucking forget Lily's name. I keep forgetting Ryle's name. But I can remember Alyssa and Marshall just fine. It's just, like, Marshall's name and is Alice. so random to do. You would think of like, all the people really I would like forget. A, it's Marshall. He's a side character, yeah. I know. He obviously made an impression. <laughs> <laughs> um, she gets a gift at work, um, for Atlas type of thing, and he goes, it's a gift, you can open it later, I just wanted to drop it off for you, um, and she's like, what, are you just buying me gifts now? And he goes, no, technically it's a gift that I got you three years ago in case I ever ran into you again, which, fuck me, this man still loves her. Yeah. <laughs> you imagine a man doing that for fuck you? Fuck me, little man. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's perfect. perfect. <laughs> just the whole thing. Fuck me, little man, love <laughs> Like, could you imagine a man doing that for you? She's like, the whole thing was perfect. I know, the whole fuck me? <laughs> just like a little top hat motion. Was that, I did. Was that. That's what I did. Yeah, but I, I mean, literally. Literally. Knock me in the head. Um, and he's like, I just came here to apologize to you about the whole thing last night and everything, but if you need anything, let me know. And he writes down his phone number and she hides it in the back of her phone in case she does need it. For anything, but he's like, you just call it, and if anything ever happens, whether it has to do with him or not, just let me know. And even though she's still denying that anything had happened, and that Ryle was the one that did it, she, um, he knows. He's not an idiot. Yeah, he you know, knows. he sees he it. He knows what happened, but he can't help her unless she Yes, and so she's, he doesn't push it on her. Yeah. He just goes, if you need me, for any reason, you know, just call me kind of a thing. Um, and then he, uh, what is it? Baby, <laughs> I just realized he's on the mic. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, um, Guest appearance. Yeah. Uh, so he, she, once he leaves, she opens is the uh, the gift he got, and 
he goes, just also, like, like you know, like, don't tell Ryle about the visit. He's just going to get upset. And she opens it, and it is a picture of Ellen DeGeneres, and it's signed that, and it goes, Lily. Atlas says, just keep swimming from Ellen DeGeneres. So cute. Which is amazing. And, you know, she just kind of breaks down crying, because he's like, he got that for me three years ago, knowing yeah. there's a chance he could never see me again. Yeah. But, like, he still used the phrase. He still yeah, like knew he everything. He remembered her. Exactly. Um, and so she goes back, and she wants to read the last entry she wrote. She has one entry left, mm-hmm. and then she stopped writing after this. And this is the entry. Uh, so Atlas went to Boston, and he was gone for a while, and he shows up randomly one day. Um, and it happened to be on her birthday, and he goes, I missed you. I just wanted to be here for your birthday. And so he sneaks in through the window, and, you know, she's crying because she's so happy to see him and all this stuff and everything. And he admits to her, he goes, like, you saved my life. I was planning to go to that abandoned house to kill myself. That way no one could find me before, you know, to stop what I was doing. But then I saw you, and you changed everything. And uh, was so sweet. Oh, my God. Broke my fucking heart. Like, imagine if she never, like, gave him those sandwiches. Exactly. Did. Or she didn't walk by the window in that one moment. Yeah. That he saw her so he didn't kill himself. Yeah. Like, that's even, that's just crazy to think yeah. about. Like, it was just two seconds and you saved someone's life and yeah. you didn't even know it, you know? Um, and so he tells her, he goes, like, I am going to end up going into the military as soon as I graduate. And, you know, and I know I'm not, this isn't a good time. Like, I can't be good for you right now. I need to get myself better. And then, you know, if it works out, I'll find you after. Or you can mm-hmm. find me. But he goes, I need you just to live your life, not wait on me. Do whatever you want to do, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff. And she doesn't tell him this, but all she tells him is, like, what she wants to tell him is, like, I would never want a life without you. Yeah, she's like, I only want I only want you. I don't want anything else in life. Um, and he tells her, I love you, Lily. Everything you are, I love you. And they have sex. And it was just... Yeah, so... I know. It was, like, the most... It was so sweet, though. Like... That's what... It's just the the the, most, like, beautiful... Just young love. The whole thing was just... Yeah. Makes me want to be just young again. (laughs) Me. 25. (laughs) I just want to be young again in the good old days. But no, it was just more carefree. Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, and let's see. Yeah, so after it happened, because she was not expecting, um, wasn't expecting him to stay over or anything like that, she didn't lock her bedroom door. And, um, she also, he also gave her a gift coming back from Boston. I just remember this. Um, yeah, this is literally like a... About the magnet. <laughs> yeah. And the magnet, and it says everything, where everything is better. And that's the magnet that's on her fridge that Rob yeah. saw right before he hit her, not knowing who the magnet was. So that's an important note to take with, um, with that. But her dad ended up barging into the room, not thinking of it, and found Atlas and her cuddling in bed together. And her dad beat the shit out of Atlas with a baseball bat kind of like broke his whole body um he was rushed off to the emergency room and that was the last time she ever saw atlas until this restaurant yeah and it was just 
so heartbreaking. Crazy. Yeah. Like, you, like, fell in love with this guy, so your dad's, like, an asshole, and then you never yeah. see him again? Like, it, like, at least just, like, hear him out. Like, get mad, throw him out, but yeah. don't beat the fuck out of him. Yeah, that just him. proves that he's Like, you're about man, to kill but, someone. Yeah. But, yeah, she goes, I, I, I thought of him every day since then, yeah. and I always wondered where he was, but I could never find him. You know, I knew he went into the military because I'd look it up and it's online records and stuff like that. But I never knew anything else. Yeah. I just hoped he was okay. I just knew he survived the military, but that's it. Now, that was just part one of the book. We have part two, which is smaller than part one. But um, this is pretty much like all the journal entries are done now. Yeah. The first book was literally just about hearing the story for the most part. Um, so, they're in... He doesn't... Okay, Ryle decided to move in with Lily. Lily. So, um, they moved out, especially with Alice and Marshall going... Alice. Mike, who the fuck is Alice? <laughs> with Alyssa and Marshall having a baby, um, they also wanted to give the place there so that they could start prepping for, like, a nursery and stuff like that. Um, uh, she meets Ryle's mom for the first time, too, and she seems to be a really cool lady. Not that... Yeah, I don't anything. She's just like a normal mom, nothing crazy. And then out of nowhere, they have this little talk about marriage, and they joke about let's get married in Vegas. And next thing you know, they're on a flight and get married at the Elvis Chapel in Vegas. Well, I don't know if it was the Elvis Chapel, but it was in Vegas. It's just if you're gonna go to Vegas, do not the fucking Elvis Chapel. Like, I don't think I would. I don't care about Elvis. I don't either. It's just a staple. I'm gonna get married in Vegas with my friends once. We are different people. We are very different people. <laughs> We're very different people. Yeah, I think if I realistically I would not want to do that with Chapel. No. I would rather just be like, I'm not getting married spontaneously then. Yeah. But yeah. But when it's about other people, I'm always like, why not? Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> why not have an Elvis impersonator marry you? I don't understand. <laughs> but yeah, now they um they're married. Really, really weird. They're living together. They've technically known each other for a year, but they've only been, like, agreeing to see each other for about six months now. Um, and things are just kind of crazy, too. But, uh, but yeah, she's telling her mom what happened. Her mom is, like, pretty upset just because she couldn't be there. And they're being all cute husband and wife stuff and everything. And when she gets home she takes a shower and when she gets out of the shower she sees Ryle is just upset her phone is completely shattered and he admits that he found the phone number in the back of her phone yes. that between the case and the phone Which is Alice's yeah. phone number yeah and um he goes I called it because why would you have a random number there and it was him and so now he thinks like they're cheating yeah um she's cheating on him and all this stuff and She's like, no, I didn't. I don't understand. Um, like, why were you going through my phone? And he's like, well, I was looking it up so I could order us something. And then I dropped it and your case just fell off your phone and it's all the number. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. You know, I said, I was like, how many times have I dropped my phone and the case doesn't come off? Every time. Or, like, the case comes off. It never happens. It never the happens. case always stays on the unless you, your case on. is, like, broken. Yeah. If your case is completely broken, then yeah, yeah. I've had my phone fall off my case. Because yeah. the corner's like busted out or something. Yeah. And I have never. Yeah, my case will never fall off. No. This is like the shittiest case Even Yeah, it was like the, the shittiest, cheapest cases you can get yeah. still don't fall off unless they're broken. 
Well, they start arguing and stuff like that, and she's, like, going to leave her apartment, and then she, um, they're fighting and stuff, and because they're, like, on the third floor or something like that, they were fighting next to the stairwell, Ralph got mad, and out of nowhere, he just ended up pushing her down a flight Down the stairwells. So, she is, um, she went unconscious, he brought her back upstairs, he does not tell you to the hospital, because he knows what happened. Yeah. And he, um... He was like, I'm a surgeon, I got this, I'm going Yeah, so he kind of, like, patches her up and stuff like that and everything. And she's, like, freaking out because she, she's, like, I don't you really remember pushed, much. Yeah, you, like, you, but I know you But he's me. like, oh, honey, you fell down the stairs. You just fell. You fell. And she goes, oh, okay. She knows it's bullshit. Yeah. She's like, oh, okay. And then, um, when she stops crying and stuff like that, she, um... She, like, tells him, like, you fucking pushed me. Yeah. You motherfucker, you fucking pushed me. She's having, like, a mental breakdown and stuff. And he's just panicking. And he's, like, holding her down on the bed. And it's just, like, it's going to be okay and stuff like that. So she's she's pretending to go along with it and stuff. And he tries to start forcing himself on her. And she just, she is able to kind of, like, fight him off. And she just runs out of her apartment and, um, and, or no, she doesn't run out of her apartment, sorry. She, she fights him off and then he kind of like snaps out of it and then she's like, oh, it's okay, I'm so sorry, like, it's okay, it's okay, oh, yeah, it's yeah. okay. And she's like, I'm not mad at you. Yeah. It's okay, it wasn't your fault. You know, she talks him down. Well, he falls asleep and once she falls asleep, she waits for him, um, she kind of like sneaks off the bed. And she goes, she gets the number, and she calls um, Atlas. Uh, Atlas and stuff like that. And this is not what happened. What? What is going on? Just let me figure that out. Is that <laughs> all? <laughs> Okay. She calls Atlas and then he comes down. Wrong part. Wrong part. I read that wrong. Or I know, it's pretty much the same thing, but now that I'm reading further, I understand. Okay, so they're fighting. She does kick him out, and she um, is like, she, Letty, do you mind? And she's like standing out. Uh, she goes and lays down in bed. She locks him outside. In the morning, she wakes up. Didn't sleep at all, but she wakes up. She's like, okay, I'm going to go get a new phone, and then I'm going to go to work, and... When she gets out into the hallway, she realizes he slept out in the hallway. Oh, um, we're not at that part yet. Nope. I thought we were. We were. <laughs> I got I a little like, excited because I was on? like, finally, Atlas! And no. Um, yeah, so he finally, he, he finds her. Um, and so she's headed to work and stuff like that. And just trying to act like everything's, you know, okay. Just trying to pretend, I think, is what she's doing for her sanity. Yeah. And, um, Alyssa is, like, trying to get a hold of her because she's, like, um, someone called, the store's not open, what happened? She's, like, I'm sorry, I was running late, I'm on my way there. And she goes, okay, I'll meet you there, and meets her there, sees what happened, and instantly just goes, did Raul do that? Yeah. Did Raul do that to you? And that's when I realized, like, Alyssa, that's why I'm, like, has he done this before? Yeah. Is, like, is this why he doesn't go in relationships and why she had warned her mm-hmm. not to date her brother and stuff like that? 
and then it was like Lily kind of was just a little betrayed in the moment. She's like, "Did you know? Did yeah. you know that this is who he was, and that or that he was capable above it?" But then she goes, "Listen, I don't know what happened, but please give him a chance and stuff like that." She tries to talk him into it, and Lily's like, "I told him never to do this again. You know, I'll give, I'll, I'll hear him out, but I don't think I could ever forgive yeah. him." You know, she's like, "I already gave him a shot. This was his last." Yeah, shot. even you know, like this, I can't be doing this kind of stuff. And Alyssa's like, "I get it. I, I wish you could be- forgive him, but I understand if you can't, kind of thing." Uh, and Alyssa goes, there's something you should probably hear from him. And Ralph finds her at the shop with Lily. Um, Alyssa with Lily. And um, Lily is just standing there. She's like, I don't want anything to do with it. But Alyssa's like, Ral, you need to tell her. What tell her. Yeah, like what happened. And why you are the way you are. And so Ral ends up telling her that the brother that their brother um he was the bigger the older brother of the siblings and he and uh Raul were young and they were playing in the garage and Raul found one of his dad's guns and accidentally shot and killed his brother yeah and Raul said like he didn't understand what had happened uh, and it fucked him up so bad that he he blacks out sometimes mm-hmm. when he gets angry and he doesn't know what happens. He he's like I don't remember anything. Yeah. I just I remember getting angry. I remember blacking out. And the next thing I know, you know, someone's hurt or whatever and <laughs> and stuff. You know and I'm like I'm glad you recognize your problems. Yeah. But like me bring it up. You know what's funny? Okay. What? So like this book, obviously, it's terrible. Okay. Yeah. Literally know the hairstyle fan fiction. He like black sanitizer to murder her. But it's like hot. Hot. <laughs> like you're like, yes. Yes. <laughs> Cause he'll literally like black out and try to like fucking kill her and she has to like run for her life. <laughs> what? Oh, but like you're loving every single second of you know, I just like I like literally. No, I understand because just, it's like reading that moth. Like it's yeah. literally a dark romance. Because it's like a mo- it's a mafia romance, and it's just like I just totally like didn't make the connections till right now that like like this wait. guy blacks out, tries to kill her, and then apologizes. Yeah. This guy blacks out and tries to kill her, and then tries to apologize, and we love one but not the <laughs> other. <laughs> Something about the this same is a right. standard right now. It's a huge double standard. <laughs> It's like, no, I'm not in the mood to read that, though. When I'm in the mood to read it, it's, we're fucked but, up. But, like, you know he's a terrible guy in the beginning. Yeah. Because he's part of the mafia, and he, like, kidnaps her. Oh, because that makes it okay. <laughs> At first, I was like, yeah, okay. And then he kidnaps her. And you're like, so it's okay. And I'm like, no. But it makes it more fiction. No, it's never okay, okay. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just. I don't even understand what I'm trying to say. I just don't get... Can you stop? I just don't understand how... What is better than the other? What makes it such an appeal to us. I like, know. to readers who like dark romance. Like, it is something I've never understood. It's so... It's like, weird. I'm gonna whip you. I'm gonna, like, hurt you. We're you like, know, all this stuff. And we're living for it. But if some motherfucker tried that to me in real life, oh, I'm gonna fuck that no. motherfucker. Guy's dead. Yeah. I'm gonna be in jail with a smile on my face. Yeah. That's for sure. You know. Um. 
So, back to the book. Back now book. that Lily knows, like, his past and everything, we, um, we kind of, like, she's, she's second-guessing. Because she was so strong. Like, I'm not going back to him. I'm done with him. This can never happen again. I, there's no excuse. But now that she realizes, like, what traumatic experiences that we got into, that they got into and stuff like that, that he just, there's, like, a reason why he's messed up. And she's, like, telling herself, like, it's still not justifiable. It's still not an excuse. But at the same time, now she's hesitating. Because before she wasn't. But now she's like, okay, he's fucked up for a reason. Before, Mm -hmm. she just thought he was fucked up. Yeah. You know? So, they agreed to give it another shot. And they've come up with this thing that anytime they fight, uh, they both will go their separate ways. They will calm down, and then when they're ready to talk about what happened, they will do it. And so far, it's worked and everything. Um, and everything. And he, she goes, there was one point when it escalated, and he threw a vase of flowers on the floor to shatter it. But he, he was able to walk away from it. And so she's thinking, okay, there might be, um, a, um, My brain just went. My brain. My brain. My brain. I can't even talk about what I'm trying to talk about. It just literally isn't working. It just shuts off. Like it's like the someone just pulls the power cord and I just turn off yeah. like a robot. Hmm. Okay, whatever. They're working it out. It's making. It's it's working. Um, they get off. So, Alyssa, she gets a text from Alyssa to meet over at her apartment, and she goes, oh, okay. And then on Alyssa's door before she can knock, or on the elevator before she can get up to Alyssa's apartment, it tells her go to apartment 749, and she's like, uh, okay. So, she goes to apartment 749, she knocks, Raul answers, and Raul admits that he got her the apartment. Yeah. That this is where they can live now. Um, so they're one floor right below Alyssa. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, Holy shit. I thought there was a ghost in here. <laughs> Bailey. <laughs> what phone? My phone. Oh, okay. You just knocked my phone off. Oh, okay. on the metal leg of the chair. I scared the crap out of me. That was terrifying. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, now that they have an apartment and everything, um, they she's kind of a little overwhelmed, but, it you know, it's fine. And um, she's pushing through it and stuff. Well, they get a call that um, they have their baby, Alyssa and them. And they ended up naming the baby Riley, spelt the exact same as Ryle, just with an extra E, um, and stuff. And it was just, like, this really, really cute moment and everything like that. And, um, they, you know, they get back and they're having, like, a naked truth. And all of a sudden, at, uh, like, everything's good. Like, Lily has no idea. She comes home from work and Ryle finds, is just, like, really upset. And he's holding the magnet from on the fridge boston magnet in his hand and he's like where'd the magnet come from she goes i don't know like i just i have a magnet and stuff and right now red flag we understand something's wrong she walks to her bedroom because she's like something's just weird with him but i'm just gonna kind of like walk it off yeah she doesn't really know what's going on so she goes to the bedroom and her 
entire box that has her journals in it about Atlas are just like thrown all over the bed and she realizes he read the journal so therefore he's going to know what that magnet is and probably you know and, and just the truth about everything and he just has a complete bitch flip and he she's like I'm scared for my life so she um like he uh what is it Oh, yeah, he headbutts her. Like, has a whole moment, headbutts the shit out <laughs> of her. Like, boom! <laughs> well, yeah, because he gets, he, like, holds her down on the bed and freaks out. Psychopath. Yeah, and headbutts her. Yeah, when they, when he said that, I was just like, did I read that right? Yeah. Like, he didn't punch her. Headbutts her. He didn't push her into something. He just goes, and like I'm just psychopath. Very psychopathic tendencies. I'm, I mean, all of us are psychopathic tendencies, yeah. but that in particular. That was like you just injured yourself too, my yeah, friend. Like psychopath. Yeah. Um. She goes unconscious. She wakes up a little bit, and he's just. She finds herself being held by him in bed, and him just constantly going, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." Like, like very like sporadic. Yeah. Kind of, uh, and stuff, and then, um, she fades out again, and then she wakes up again, and she knows she's starting to. She's trying not to, like, move or do anything to let him know that she's awake, but she's she's starting to be like, okay, this is what happened, this is where I am, this is what I need to do. So she scrolls out of bed and everything like that, and she, very quietly, because um, he fell asleep, very quietly she calls Atlas, and she asks for help, and he instantly just, he, you know, he's um, gets there, he picks her up and everything, and he wants to go in there and barge in there and she's like no 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 no. let's just get out of here um and he ends up having to take her to the hospital because she's i guess you know she's pretty yeah, badly she's like beat up injured, she's like yeah. blood everywhere she's got a concussion cuts and stuff and bruises and everything they're at, atlas is out at, um, at the hospital with her and stuff like that and they're like well we think you're gonna be okay if you'd like to tell us anything you know let us yeah. know, like, do you think maybe you were raped, do you think, do you know who did this, like, and everything, and she's like, no, I, I don't want to do anything, I don't want to do anything, and they're like, okay, well, we're pretty sure you have a concussion, but we're not going to CT you, and she's like, why not, like, why shouldn't we just do it, and she goes, well, we don't do it to people who are pregnant, and then and Atlas like, just goes, pregnant? yeah, and then Atlas is just like, oh, fuck me, and Lily's like, what? She's like, great. And everything. And so the nurse leaves and he, uh, he's like, did you know? And she's like, nope, I did not. Um, so yeah, Lily is pregnant. Um, and yeah, it, it, he ends up like taking her home because she isn't going to go anywhere that he could possibly find her because she also had him take to a hospital that wasn't Ryle's hospital. Yeah. Um, just in case. Um, and also, like, Ryle's, like, famous there, you know? Oh, yeah, he's, like, the best, no like, gonna believe neurosurgeon. He's, like, the second best neurosurgeon yeah. in the world or something like that. Um, but, yeah, she goes to Atlas's house, and he cares for her. He feeds her, um, takes care of her. She stays in the guest bedroom and everything and just kind of gives her as much time as she needs. Um, and it was kind of one of the things that she said was, Cause she, when she first saw Atlas's house and how well he's made a life for himself, she kind of like thinks to herself, 
about something, like, is she still journaling, like, what she would say? And it goes, Atlas kept swimming, and it looks, um, and look at him now. He swam all the way to the fucking Caribbean. And it sounds kind of like a weird thing, like a quote, but it's, like, so far beyond. Because yeah. at first he couldn't swim to begin with. Yeah. And now he just swam across the motherfucking ocean. Yeah. You know? Um, and, yeah, and then, um, ugh, forgot about that part. So he's like, I gotta go to work and everything, and she's like, okay, and he leaves her a note, and it literally just says, just keep swimming, Lily. So cute. And just. Like, he's just so sweet. It's not like he's like, you have to go to the cops, you have to go to the cops. Like, he's being so nice. Yeah, he's like, I'll do whatever you want. I think you should. And I'll support yeah. you if you yeah, do. I'll go with you. Supportive. But if you don't want to, I'll be here for you. Yeah. And I'll help you how he's I can. He's just letting her be, deal with her emotions. And yeah, and he's just, he's just there to make sure she it. eats and she's not yeah. hurt and, and to do whatever. When, and when she needs him. Exactly. Um, so she decides to write in her journal for the first time since everything. And she kind of just fills Ellen up on everything about Boston. How she got married and, you know, how she found Atlas and everything like that. Um, and... The thing is, too, is Alice doesn't know any of this has happened yeah. and stuff. So she um, just goes, oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to be out for a couple days. Not really feeling too well. Don't worry about it. Um, and Ryle was, she's trying to wait Ryle out because Ryle is going to England for this conf, or not a conference, this like schooling thing. And he's going to be gone for three months and he was going to leave a couple days. And so she stays with Atlas long enough until Ryle leaves. So when she gets back to her apartment, she knows that um, it uh, he's gone and stuff. And he uh, tells her that he goes, um, I paid all the bills for the next three months. So you have a safe place to come to, you know, because he's like, I don't know where you went. And he doesn't really say much and everything. And that's kind of like the last time they talk about everything. And he yeah. goes, we can just, you know, I'll give you some time. And he's thinking, I'll just give you time. We're going to figure this out. And she goes, yeah. I'm done. Give me time to divorce you and get the fuck out, yeah. you know. But at this point, she does not tell him he's pregnant. Or tell him she's pregnant. Um, and stuff. So, we she's hanging out a little bit with Atlas now. And she meets some of Atlas's friends. And this is when she learned that Atlas never had a girlfriend like he originally told her. He had just said that because she saw that she was happy and everything. Um, and she realizes, like, that, uh, like, her and Atlas is talking. And he goes, I did come back for you. I saw you, and you looked very happy, and you had, like, a boyfriend, and I didn't want to disturb you. But I did go back for you. I did look for you. Because yeah. she was like, why didn't you ever come back for me? Because yeah. none of this would have happened, you know, kind of thing. Um, and stuff. But he admits to her, he's like, listen, if, you know, I'm going to support you in whatever way possible, but I can't be around you if I can't have you. We can't be casual. It's not going to work. And so I'm only going to let you, like, only call me if it's life or death type of thing. Yeah. But we can't just be here just to talk and stuff. Um, So, when the doctor had found out, you know, when she found out she was pregnant, she was already, um, 12 weeks. So, now at this point, she is now, like, 18 weeks. Um, and she finally kind of tells Alyssa about some of the things that happened because she just really needs someone right now. 
She tells Alyssa about her pregnancy. She tells her about Raul and everything. And she goes, listen, if you never want to speak to him again, I will support you. Yeah. You know, and everything now. And, um, but she makes having this baby a good thing. Because I, I think Lily, she was happy because she's like, I want a child. But I don't think it was under these circumstances. And so she was ha- heart having trouble seeing it as a positive. But she finally just went, like, you're having a baby. And our babies are going to be close in age. And it's going to be great. And it was yeah, just, like, cute. cute. It was a finally a cute moment about the pregnancy thing. Yeah. Um, And then Rob comes back early. And Marshall's with him. And Marshall's like, don't worry. I'm not going to leave you guys. Yeah. Like, I'm, I, you know, Marshall, like, he's my best friend. But, you know, he was in the wrong. And I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to sit here so you don't have to worry about being alone. And she's like, okay, thank you. And he just wants to kind of, like, talk to her and everything. And um, he's, you know, doing this whole, I'm sorry I attacked you. I'm sorry about all of this. And she finally just goes, no, fuck you. Fuck you for doing this to me. I want nothing to do with you. Um, I'm not taking you back. Mm -hmm. And I need time. Like, I can't do this. And he's just, "Don't, don't leave me. Don't do this. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, please just give me more chances. All this stuff. And... She's like, I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. And, um, she, uh, let me see. Um, so she's been keeping her distance from Ryle and everything. And, um, they've been giving it time and, uh, she hasn't talked with him in a while just because she's just. You know, she's done with him, but she also needs to figure out the stuff with the baby before she can figure out what she wants to do with anything Mm -hmm. else. And, um, so she goes over to her mom and she's like, I think it's finally time to tell my mom. And because she's also showing, there's no, she can't hide her pregnancy at this point. She tells her mom everything that happened and she goes, I'm so sorry that I was always so mad at you for never being able to leave your father. Or for leaving my father. Yeah, like, she finally She's like, like, I get it now. And it was just... I I could not imagine in this moment how heartbreaking it must have been for both of them. Yeah. She's like, I went through this and now my daughter experienced it. I would never want my daughter. And then she goes, like, I, like... I blamed my mom for having this happen to her when Mm -hmm. she had given me... a a chance to view my dad as a good person for as much as she could. She didn't want me, you know, she thought of me. So she took the brunt of those beatings for how many years Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And so it was really cute. And now I think they finally like, cause they were, they were doing good when her mom first moved back to Boston, but then it it was, they still had that missing part because she still could never understand why her mom put up with her father. And now she gets it. And I think now they're like whole again. Like now they're, Mm -hmm. they're family. Um, so, uh, okay, so, Ryle's just been keeping to himself, and, um, eventually she find uh, Ryle finds out that she's pregnant. Because he comes over just to see her and stuff. And now she has this big bump on her belly. Yeah. And he's like, wait, what? Yeah. And so, um, and he's like, he just starts buying her things. Like a crib. He puts it together for her. 
you know, she's painting a nursery in her... Now, she moved back into her old... Um, did she stay in the same apartment? I think she left. I can't remember. She's in her apartment. And, uh... Um... He's just, she's trying to, like, prove himself, and we start realizing, like, he thinks this is just, like, a temporary situation, especially with the baby involved, and that Lily's going to take him back and stuff, but, you know, she already knows, like, that's never going to yeah, happen. Like, the only reason done. I'm even talking to you is because I'm carrying your child and yeah. stuff. Um, but she does feel like they're making progress in the fact that they can be in the same room together. Mm -hmm. But I think he's being nice because he still feels there's a chance. If yeah. he knew that, he probably wouldn't be acting this way um she's been getting a little bit more comfortable about him being alone with her and stuff like that and he he's constantly like texting her and being around in case she does go into labor and everything and um he finally she finally is going into labor and he takes her to the hospital but it happens so fast that, you know, they don't get to call anyone and stuff. And they're having, like, this really cute moment together while they're holding the baby. And if it wasn't it's for... It's a nice It's moment. a nice moment. Considering, um... Like, what's going on. Yeah. Considering what's going on. Like, if none of this was happened, it just would have been a cute mom and dad moment. Yeah, of course. Thing. But out of nowhere, she just goes, I want a divorce. And they also agreed to name the baby, um... Uh, Emmy, Emma, um, for her bro for his brother. Yeah. And then her middle name is Dory, and stuff. But yeah, she says I want a divorce, and that's when he and it, this got me because he started crying, and she was crying because I, she's like I didn't think I was strong enough for that, yeah. and she feels bad, and it's she felt bad because she's like. This is the best moment of his life when I just told him I wanted a divorce. But because, like, she needed to know, like, if she could be with this man after the baby came. Yeah, exactly. That's why she didn't tell him, like, before. She just needed yeah. that. And then the whole reason for the name of this book is that she is, you know, kind of just, like, talking with her daughter and, like, just thinking about her life and everything. And she's like, my mother went through it. I went through it. I'll be damned if I let my daughter go through it. I yeah. kiss her on the forehead and make her a promise. It stops here with me and you. It ends with us. And I was just like... So cute. Ugh. And then the epilogue is the baby is almost a year old and they have joint custody. Like, she has the main custody, but he has privileges to seeing yeah. her. And she's walking the baby with the stroller down the street to go and hand her off to Ryle, and she runs into Atlas, and Atlas gets, because she hasn't heard from Atlas since then, um, and he, he's like, oh my god, you had the baby, and everything's good, and it's just like a beautiful moment between the two of them, and they agree to kind of maybe like give it a, give it a shot, you know, see, reconnect, see what yeah. things happen and stuff, and, um, and everything, and it was just beautiful, and that's exactly where. Well, doesn't he say like now nah, you can stop swimming? Or is that where the second book comes from? No, it's this one. Does he say that? Yeah, he says like now nah, you can stop swimming or something like that. Yeah. Did you ever read the note from the author about this book? No. Okay. Um. Yeah. The, so the last second, uh, the last line goes, "You can stop swimming now, Lily. We finally reached the shore." Just like dead. That's love. That, that I literally. Went, I love. Oh, that. like in real life. No. It's so freaking cute. So, um, I read the about the author for this. Yeah. Um, she wrote this based on her mom. 
Oh, yeah, I knew that, actually. Yeah. I knew that, actually. And she, like, had to get permission from her mom to write this book, and it was, like, the hardest thing, and she did the same thing. She didn't realize how someone could be in a relationship like that and keep going back and giving them second chances and stuff, and then it was when she was writing this book and she put herself in the position of Lily that she finally Mm. understood it and everything. I thought the book did really well. I mean, obviously, because she, like, had that experience, but, like... I thought the book did really well, like, explaining, like, someone's emotion that's in an abusive relationship. Yeah. Because, I mean, I have, luckily, I've never been in an abusive relationship, so I don't really know what it feels like. I have no idea what it feels like. I literally am clueless. I have no idea. So, I'm, I was in the same spot of, like, I don't know why, like, it seems so cheesy to say just don't go back, but it's really not. Yeah. I think the book did a really good job, like, explaining that. Of portraying how hard it is. Yeah. And then, for someone like Lily, who... Because there's a lot of women out there, especially when you have an abusive relationship like that, whether it's mental, physical, emotional, whatever. um, She kept thinking things were her fault. Did I make him upset? Yeah, like it it, it did a very good job of of he that he wanted to hit me. It it did a very good job because you you fall in love with you fall in love with Ryle. Like she makes you fall in love with Ryle. And then this happens, and you're like, well, maybe, maybe yeah. not. Like, maybe, like, he'll be fine. Like, we'll be okay. Ryle we'll be okay. The perfect yeah. person that yeah. you would see yourself like, marrying. Like, you literally go through all the emotions of, like, oh, like, he's fine. And he's the, fine. yeah, you go it's through just the that one time. The, yeah. the breakup. And you're like, and... uh, yeah. Like, you go yeah. through all of the I just remember when I read it, I was, like, very, like, wow, I actually felt everything. Yeah. She did very good with that. I'll yeah. admit that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's. I understand why this is a story that everyone yeah. recommends and like. It's a good um, book. Yeah, it's just a like emotional There's, roller coaster. It's emotional roller coaster and trigger warnings. Yeah, for sure. For a lot of people, but yeah, it's yeah. definitely worth reading. All right, so let's do our rating since we're kind of wrapping up. Yeah. What's your rating? I gave it a five. I gave it a five too. Oh wait, no, sorry, I gave it a four. Oh, eh, my bad. Take that back. <laughs> I gave it a five. I gave it a four. Um. I deserve a five. Yeah. My reasoning for it is completely unreliant to the book. Yeah. But um, I'm trying not to overrate books this year. Yeah. Um, but I, it was definitely worth everything. Yeah. And everything I definitely really like. So. I think I'd still give it a five star read. I really like this book. Yeah. Um, it's just really well written and stuff. Very. I really liked it. It was very very good. Um, favorite character. Atlas. Yeah. I really like Atlas. I love Lily. I thought Zone Alyssa two. was good, too. Alyssa's nice, yeah. Marshall. Mm-hmm. I mean, Marshall's more in my face. He's just funny. He's more... He's a lot better. Well, I wouldn't say a I lot better. I liked him better in the second but book. But he's... I like him better in the second book. Well, you, you just see, you see more, see more, of, more him. of him. in the second And book. he's just so funny. He's just yeah. a funny person. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I think our least favorite character is Ryle. I think we can... Yeah. Agree on that. <laughs> yeah. That was an emotional roller Yeah. It was kind of like Tamlin all over again. <laughs> For a lot of people, I think. Literally, but, like, on an emotional... I'm just happy because I never fell in love with Tamlin. I got so lucky I didn't. And yeah, I never knew I why. Fell, I fell in love with... I, just, I didn't... I want to say I fell in love with Tamlin, but I definitely liked Tamlin. You... Oh, yeah, you were all for him. I was all for Tamlin. And Me, I was, I was like... like uh, I thought he was, like, a good love interest. Yeah. I just... I wasn't personally attracted to him as his character. Yeah. But, like, I was like, okay, but I liked their story. I yeah, that, I think that, that's kind of like... Yeah, I saw Red too. Flags, but I just overlooked it because I'm like, that's just me. Yeah. I'm very good at seeing red flags in people. Yeah, I don't. But I love ignoring them. Yeah. So, but yeah. Um, any last thoughts about the book? No, I don't think so. No. Alrighty. Okay, guys. Well, that's it. Um, the next Cozy Reads episode will be It Starts With Us. We'll 
do yes. that book. So make sure that one will probably be a little bit shorter because there's like that's gonna be a lot shorter because I will have it that line. Also, there's really nothing to say. Yeah, there's not. There's like much. no real plot. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's a plot, but not like not a lot. This not like yeah. this. Um, okay, guys. Well, I guess that is it, and we'll see you next week. And that's, that's cozy, cozy talks. talks.